Hey, hey, everyone. I'm Katie McGregor-Bennett, your host of AV Trade Talk. We have another AV, AV Foodies, AV Bites detour series show for you tonight. That is a mouthful, but tonight's show is going to be a mouthful, too. See how I, how I did that? Because we're talking turkey, and we're talking Thanksgiving, and you know what happens around that time? We eat a lot. It's a big mouthful. So there we go. Uh, we have uh, our fabulous round of guests tonight. Vegeta, as always, joining me as a co-host. How are you, V? I'm doing wonderful today. I'm very excited about this episode because I need some ideas for Thanksgiving. Yes. And you know, I just realized that I said we were talking turkey, but I think we're also going to be talking a little ham as well because uh, oh, of well, I'm not going to spoil your parade, but <clears throat> we're talking a little ham too. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Good. All right. Well, this is going to be a long one, everyone. So I hope that uh, you have either grabbed a beverage or uh, are taking the dog for a long walk, going for a long run, or perhaps you're just going to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. That's what we're going to do here. I've got a glass of wine. I'm going to introduce guests and away we're going to go. So here we go. This is AV Foodies, boys and girls. Dave Pedigo. How are you, sir? I am super. Thanks for asking. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Dave, who are you with these days? I am with Oralex Acoustics, located out of uh, beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana. All right. Good, good, good. We'll get contact information from everyone at the end. So that's that. Unfortunately, I have to wait until the end to get everybody's contact info, which you're going to want to anyways. Moving on down the line, we got Krista Bender. How are you, ma'am? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Introduce yourself. Um, I am Krista. I like long walks on the beach, corgis. Uh, I currently and still work at Pivot. They're in Salt Lake City, but I'm an East Coast girl and am outside of Philadelphia. Please tell me you're not an Eagles fan. No, I'm a Chiefs fan. All right. I can live with you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the show will go on as planned. The show Excellent. Will go on. I, I'm not walking out yet. <laughs> very well very well all right next up we've got allison how are you i'm good how are you katie good 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 giddy you know yeah. no, i am uh i'm 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 cheering you to my, my martini that um is conveniently next to me nice and cold i'm delighted to have that uh close to the week the first full week before thanksgiving but um so i'm allison maxson i am currently uh with Screen Beam, which is a fairly new company. We had our beginning at Infocom on 2019, the year before everything went to hell. <laughs> um, but I'm the senior uh, manager of marketing and communications for Screen Beam. Uh, they're based out of California, but I get to work from home. This is actually our guest bedroom, but um, so part of the, well, it's kind of just what it is. What it, it looks is. comfy. It looks yes. really comfy. Yes. And Chrissy, you need to come and visit me because um, we have neighbors who have a 10-week-old corgi puppy. Oh, I am so there. I'll bring my biggest bag. Okay. I know. It's a doll. It's a doll. <laughs> All right. Got the corgi connection. This is good. Chuck, I don't think you've got a corgi connection, but you're on the show. It's fabulous to have you here. Who are you? Who do you work for? I am Chuck Espinosa at Mad Sound Guy on Twitter, and I work, who do I work for? I don't know. I haven't gone into an office in like nine months. Oh, I work for Avixa. I'm the senior staff instructor for Avixa, the organization formerly known as Infocom, and the show is still known as Infocom. And I don't have a corgi anywhere around, but I have a really smelly pit bull somewhere around here. But anyway, 
Um, coming to you from Barbersville, Virginia, out in the middle of nowhere. Literally, yes. it's me, the cows, uh, a horse, a donkey, and this beer. So uh, we'll see what kind of trouble we can get into. <laughs> and a big pickup truck that sometimes gets into trouble. We might talk, about that. talk about that too. <laughs> big pickup truck that, that sometimes just has a mind of its own. <laughs> roll in, roll in, roll in. Well, I think we're going to have to talk about that a little bit. All right, on, on, on down the line, Gina. Hi. Hi. Um, so I work for Atlas IED. I am Vice President of Marketing and Corporate Communications. Oh, he's giving you full stink eye like, you are waking me up. For those of you who are not watching the video part of this, we have a pit bull and a cat on the show as well who were not introduced. Well, they they sort of were, but we'll get around back to the cat here in a minute. I can't get over him. (laughs) All right, we're moving on down the line to Mr. Jason Savage. Sir, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? This is uh, fantastic. I'm, uh, I feel very privileged to be on this uh, panel here of, of industry uh, folks. It's uh, great to be invited here. Thank you. <laughs> esteemed, esteemed AV foodies, you know. Esteemed the, AV the, colleagues that love to stuff their faces. Imagine that. It's uh, one of the benefits to this industry that I'm uh, fully enamored with. I have to I have to say it's uh, all about food and good times. It is. It is. And if you, uh, you follow Jason's feed, you'll definitely find, find all of that. Jason was on our, uh, on our cocktail show and, uh, his brother Jeff came along and taught us a thing or 15 about, uh, making fabulous cocktails. So if you didn't catch that show, you should wait till after this one's over. Then you can check that out. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, I work for Sony Electronics from the Western Regional, uh, technical trainer specialist guy, uh, Sony dude for the West Coast, uh, appearing here as myself. Uh, with my own opinions about great food and great drinks. So, I'm, I'm, again, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And Rob Keeler, who is out of frame there just a moment. But we now... Na- oh, we got a Dalmatian on the show. <laughs> oh, no. Hey there, everybody. Thanks for having oh, me again man. on this, Katie. It's uh, definitely... Uh, it's always fun, and it's definitely entertaining. If you're a uh, first-time listener, welcome. If you're a multi-time listener, uh, enjoy. Um, yeah, you know, since we're since we're we're uh, popping dogs off, I got uh, Piper, my Dalmatian, and then I've got a Jack Russell somewhere upstairs as well. This one does not like to be near me though too much. I mean, she does, but uh, not not on her terms, not on my terms. Put it that way. Piper so, is uh, a black dog with white spots, not a white dog with black spots. Actually, yeah, and the funny thing is, actually, her tail, you can't see it, but her tail is completely white, save one spot. So the joke is, she was dumped, dumped into the Dalmatian tank by her tail, you know. (laughs) And this is Piper as well, so we've, so Piper's uh, Piper's in the house. Two Piper squares, one show. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm a staff member at Cedia, uh, getting trouble on the with the association a little bit so uh um and uh you're coming i'm coming to you live from uh the bar um which during pandemic time is uh is a fun place to be since it's a couple steps off the theater <laughs> yeah those lines have been blurred since pandemic started like bar office uh, breakfast nook let's, let's, I, just you know. <laughs> say, let's just say when there's a bottle kill it's a sad moment because uh <laughs> the thing about traveling is that um, I get to buy Minnesota is not uh, uh, great for a, a number of uh, choice uh, beverages, but uh, traveling, you know, allows me to uh, to partake and buy, you know, you know, support local local economies wherever I go. And uh, but uh, 
don't know. Every time there's a bottle killer, it's a sad moment. So. <laughs> That's good. Shop local. And especially this time of year, you know, all of those, yeah. all of those commercials are popping yeah. up and reminding us no, to do just that. You're an honorable thanks for, man. Thanks for having me on board. Absolutely. Thanks for coming back. Uh, Rob has been on a number of times as well. If you guys uh, have been listening to these, to, to these detour series, I think he's done burgers, barbecue, pizza, and then we gave him a break. I'm pretty sure he came back for something else. And, you know, it's just, you know, this is, this is what happens when you, you, you come I, on. Let's and- just say I am, I am a foodie. I, you know, at college, I was the only, out of the four of us, I was the only one that hasn't um, become some famous chef in their own right. You know, yeah. so, uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a sucker. I, I, I eat for, I eat for taste. I don't eat for fuel. And it shows. <laughs> I, I often repeat that, although I think I've misquoted you as saying I, I eat for, for flavor, not for, not for fuel. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 That's, that, that resonates very, very, very deeply. We had fried chicken last night. Uh, and that is also another topic we'll be discuss, discussing soon, but didn't need to know how easy it was to make that at home or <laughs> for John back there to make it home. So yeah. Anyways, another subject by, for by another the way, day. Uh, um, <laughs> Pepper flavored honey, or yeah, pepper flavored honey works well on that too. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You're going to get an invite to another show, Rob. <laughs> Say, sorry. Mark Cox and you too. You've already been warned. All right. Yes. Okay, never mind. <laughs> no, no, no. Say. I was going to say, have you ever done AV desserts or candy? Not yet. Um, desserts? Oh, absolutely. Rob includes desserts in all of his. (laughs) There's there's a drink, an entree, and a dessert. (laughs) You know what's funny is on the the recipe that he sent over, there was not an entree. There was just drink and dessert. Like seriously, you're either doing turkey, you're doing ham. I like Rob's Thanksgiving. It's got it's got liquor and pie. No, there's a whole lot of meat in there in between. If you know Rob, you know that there's there will be meats. He's got the meats for oh, yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. All right, I mean, all right, all right. Like a vegetarian place. <laughs> you too. You know, it's funny. It's a little sidebar. Drove through Arby's last week, and they have these signs on the door that say, "We've we've still got the meats, but only half the seats." And I thought that was very clever. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> that's great. That's yes, yes. So there's your little Arby's plug. Uh, yeah, no sponsorship soon. But all right, we're talking turkey. We're talking ham. We're talking all the trimmings and fun stuff. I uh, I don't know if you guys saw as a, <laughs> I was getting ready for the show tonight i actually had a few moments of of breathing time and it's like oh i can officially pull out all my thanksgiving recipes and so i went to the closet and i rooted around and i realized that i didn't organize them quite as well last year as i had hoped to and so i had to look in three different places but i think i found most of them and oh my i'm like i'm already drooling because you know i mean we've got we've got this queso pink adobe which comes from from the pink adobe restaurant in santa fe that is just wicked and why it's on thanksgiving i don't know because it's melted cheese like you need more fat but it's amazing. And just for you guys, so this is my mom used to do these recipes and the, everything was handwritten like this. And she put a little mm-hmm. star system on top. This was a three star, but actually it was more like a five star. But the better the recipe, the grotier the recipe card was. And so these have become like these little cherished things. And this is what part of the show is I was prepping tonight. I was like, oh, you like half of these are my mom's recipes that I've morphed. And you know, like bourbon sweet potatoes, because I mean, why not put bourbon in your sweet potatoes? Uh, you know, carbol bourbon sauce. Apparently we like bourbon in our house for Thanksgiving. Pumpkin swirl cheesecake with that caramel bourbon sauce. On. Amazing. So anyways, this is sort of where my, my mind was going. And like Rob said, you know, and there's turkey and there's a whole lot of that. We'll, we'll talk about kind of some of my favorite flavors Maybe. there, but... Just because it popped into my head, this was a conversation that I had today with somebody. We were talking about framing. Don't ask me why. There's no reason for it. But um, this woman does custom framing, and she said that a, a woman walked into her store 
and dumped a whole bunch of recipe cards that her mother used to write on her desk and said, what can you do with these? I want to preserve them. And so this woman printed out um, like clip art spoon fork knife and made them like a thousand times the size and then printed them like on a really, really gigantic printer and then started laying out the pattern for with the recipe cards. And so she preserved and then custom framed it, right? So she prever- pre- preserved her mother's cards as utensils on her wall. That <laughs> is super cool. That is super cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that, that could potentially solve a problem because I've got boxes, boxes of these. And it's so funny because you know, like the recipes that you remember as a kid is like a small handful, at least for me. But <laughs> there's probably like 150 of them. It's like, I don't even remember this. But of course, that card's not grody. So it's like, mm, never used, obviously, one star or less. <laughs> yeah, the yes. cleaner it is, the weaker it is. Exactly. The more grody the card is the better the recipe it's yours yes absolutely true because if if it you know that's being used because <laughs> making the stuff you're like touching the card with the goo or whatever dough that's oh my god that brings back childhood memories in the case yeah. my grandmother used uh, to keep it in that would keep you know oh my gosh yes yeah that's- now i now i find that a lot of them have wine stains on them and you know, I, I I blame somebody else, but you know, I think that that's something somehow. There's <laughs> I might be getting John. a little busy. Yeah, it's all John's fault, right? Right, exactly. Him. <laughs> he doesn't know because he has his earphones on. But yeah, it's all his fault, anyways. <laughs> all right, I want to hear about you guys. So uh, let's uh, tee it off, Dave. Now that Piper is off your shoulder, that was hysterical yeah, yeah. for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring my Great Dane in so people don't think I'm a crazy cat guy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looking like a crazy cat guy at this point, but that's okay. Yeah, I know for sure. <laughs> Tell us about your fave. My uh, my fave recipe for Thanksgiving for sure is actually a tenderloin. So I know that that everybody loves turkey. Um, a, a few years back, my um, my younger daughter just talked about turkey is just so boring, and you know what? I've I've uh, I've done the turkeys in the peanut oil. I've I've brined turkeys, I've, I've baked turkeys. She's right; they're boring. So, uh, so I go to um, I go to Costco actually, and I get the the big, uh, you know, it's about a hundred dollars usually for the tenderloin, but it's about three or four pounds. It typically has the Chateaubriand part of the tenderloin inside of there, and so then I'm going to take it and I do very similar to what I do. Uh, when I cook my uh, fillets, which is that I'm going to take olive oil. I'm going to put olive oil all the way around the entire tenderloin. I'm going to uh, uh, put, I I can't, I dredge it, I guess is the best way to put it, dredge it in Montreal steak seasoning. So, and it's every single nook and cranny has Montreal steak seasoning on it. Then I uh, put it in a vacuum seal bag. It's really important that you, I mean, you can use a Ziploc, but the vacuum sealer really works a lot better. And then I will put for an entire tenderloin, I will probably put an entire stick of butter in there, cut it up in a few spots. And then if I've got rosemary, I'll put rosemary in there. If not, I'll just leave it as is. And I put it in uh, the sous vide uh, cooker for two and a half, three hours at 133 degrees. Now I like it 
a little more bloody than, uh, or a little more pink, I guess I would say, than my wife does, but uh, I think she's learned to enjoy it. But even if you go up to like 137, 137 and a half, it's still gonna have a little bit of pink to it. And then here is the best part about that. So you take it out, you need to have a really hot uh, pan, about 500 degrees, and you're just gonna sear it for about a minute uh, on all each side. However, the bag, all of the drippings, all of the juice is left in the bag. So then you can take that and make just an incredible gravy with it. So, um, and then it's just a showstopper. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it is a showstopper. So we'll do a turkey. This year, it's just gonna, um, it's just gonna be my wife, my daughter and I, so it's only three of us. So I'm actually thinking of getting a chicken instead of a turkey. So we can have something that looks like a turkey, but we will still do the, um, uh, we'll still absolutely do the tenderloin. And uh, for sure, my favorite side, believe it or not, is green bean casserole. So uh, it, it, I, have to, I have to have green bean casserole for about three days after Thanksgiving. So I'm telling you, you can't go wrong. If you don't have a sous vide, it, it's the best way to cook meat uh, for sure. Well, at least steaks. I don't yeah, know if anyone else, well, I got hot and bothered by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, stick of butter. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's so good. It's so good. I, I, I'm not a great Girl. cook, but, but it, the, the thing about getting all of it into the Montreal steak seasoning and using the olive oil first is if you get it really hard, then it really creates a bark on the outside. So you get this really nice crust on the outside and it's really soft and tender. You do want to let the, the roast rest for about 10 to 15 minutes um, just to let the, the juices kind of come back in. But I'm telling you, it's... We're still talking about food, insane. right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, to me, it all we are together. <laughs> Awesome. Oh I'm so glad to be here. So yeah, Dave's talked about he was on one of our I forget if it was it was a grilling or or, or barbecue. Grilling. It was, it was grilling. All right. Yeah. yeah. And so Dave, so if on that show too, he went he was talking about his sous vide and, and some recipe and, and techniques there. Amazing. One of the things I remember from that, Dave, is you were saying that really wasn't that expensive of a op, of solution, right? It's like a hundred hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. You will never cook you'll never overcook your steak again. And so my wife always worries about like, you know, is the pork the right temperature or is the chicken the right temperature? Now I don't sous vide chicken too much because it comes out really rubbery, but all your other meats, like if you cook a steak, just for a second, you cook a steak, how you normally do it, you put a steak, you put it face down and it heat and it heats from the outside to the inside. So it, it's really brown on the outside and then it starts to get lighter brown on the inside to pink. This all it's doing is it's taking a bath. You're just putting it into bath water. It's just chilling out for a couple hours and it cannot get over the temperature. So it'll get exactly to the same temperature. And if you're one who likes rare meats or whatever, even if you don't, um, the, the internal temperature that you need food lowers the longer that you, that you cook it. So you say, oh, well, poultry has to be 165 degrees. Well, it doesn't have to be 165 degrees if it is immersed in water, uh, you know, wrapped in plastic, of course, for a couple hours. So that temperature goes down a little bit. So you can, if you like it rare or whatever, 
you can take the temperature down and still enjoy, uh, you know, the rareness that you like. So, I mean, if, if you're a, a vampire diaries kind of person and you really want your steak bloody, it'll at least be a little healthier for you. Well, so, okay. not as toxic. Not as toxic. I'm going to ask the question that I know Gina is begging to ask, though she probably doesn't even know she's begging to ask this yeah. question. But Dave, what else can you use your sous vide for? Can you use it for multiple things? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you can use your sous vide for eggs as well. So when you go to Starbucks, any of you get your eggs from Starbucks, those eggs are sous vide um, eggs. So, um, so you can, you can use that for eggs. So I, I typically am do the other thing I'll do, like if, if you're on a budget, a lot of people are on a budget these days, so you can get a really cheap roast. So you get a a, a cheap roast, like a $12 roast, three or four pounds, put it in the sous vide and I'll do it for 34 hours. And so, um, it'll, it'll break down all the. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that was three, four, not yeah. three, two, four. That was 34. Yeah. So 34 oh, hours. And, and to be honest like with you, if you, if you underdo it, if you underdo it, then it's, it's too, it's too tough. And if you overdo it, then it starts to get too fibrous, but 34 hours is kind of the sweet spot and a $12 roast that weighs four, you know, three or four pounds will taste like restaurant quality steak. So. So it, it's the way to go for sure. I have a question about this. If you're basically putting it in a pla- like you're wrapping it in plastic and putting it in hot water for an extended yeah. period of time, doesn't it come out ugly looking though? You oh my God. Fear. It looks like get... a corpse when it comes yeah, out. <laughs> like it looks like a classic gray thing, right? So it, it, well, so first perfect, of all, perfect description. It, yeah. So it, it is, um, it is in a bag, so it is watertight. But yes, as my girls would call it, retitine, it is a little shrivelly or whatever. But that's why you sear it on the outside. So once you sear it on the outside, it looks beautiful. I, I, so it only looks a little disgusting for, uh, for the 30 seconds that you have to cut the bag open and put it into the pan. And, and so you just pan, go like this. You want a hot cast iron. Hot cast iron. Absolutely. 100%. Sizzler. You got, you got to have a sizzler, right? Rob, isn't that what Uni calls their little sizzler tray? Yep, yep. And by the <laughs> way, I picked up another toy, too. I picked up <laughs> did a Blackstone. You? you did get a Blackstone. I, yeah, I got them all now. I got them all. Until the it, next one comes out. Right, yeah. right. Has anybody gotten a Komodo yet? I mean, we're a little off topic here, but no, no. Okay, Komodo. I've had, that is the, yeah, the red. I want the red, just because it's red, but yeah. anyways, okay. I do like right. the red more than the green, but okay. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Are you going to talk about amazing Thanksgiving stories now, like through each of us, or are you going to go to that next? Because I have let's, the, let's, best, the, best the best story ever. So okay. we can wait. Right. Well, it'll yeah, be let's a wait. Yeah, be a that's teaser. a teaser date. So there you go, yeah. audience. That's why you're going to stick through the whole thing, and this might be five hours, so you better be <laughs> <at> this one. <laughs> All right. Anybody else? Let's see. Krista, what's your, uh, your fave Thanksgiving thing? You got one? Uh, yeah, well, I tend to gravitate towards the starches. I mean, there's always a turkey. Um, I, we always have turkey and then, you know, the fixings can kind of change now as I cook things. A couple years ago, I was trying to appease, uh, the God, uh, baking God, Chuck and wrap my turkey in bacon, <laughs> which, um, uh-huh. was fine. I thought it was a waste of bacon cause I like my bacon really cooked, but it was good. I, but not to be repeated. But I put my focus in the sides. I don't bother with desserts because, you know, who cares about that? Um, 
I, so the two like things that I are almost given that I'm going to do every year is either a knudel, uh, which is a German uh, potato dumpling um, that my Oma taught me how to make. And they're also like called Kluze, depending upon where in Germany you're from. So basically you, you cook potatoes and then you, if you have a ricer, you rice it down and then you, you know, mash it up to be a ball, like a baseball size or whatever. Um, and then you can boil them all off. You can put a crouton in the middle if you want. Um, there's so many various ways you can make dumplings. Um, you could also make it like a semoknudel. And if you have like more like if you make your stuffing, what Americans know is stuffing for your turkey, if you instead take that and then roll it together into a ball, that's like a, a, a bread dumpling. I don't make those as much because I like the potatoes. So I'm leaning towards making the knudel uh, this year because I haven't made it in a couple of years. And then I always have it with like a brown gravy or gravy that I've made off the turkey drippings. Um, or I, because um, I love my starches, sometimes I double up and double down and make um, candied yams or sweet potatoes. And I have such a super easy recipe to do that, like in your crock pot. It's not my, uh, I'm not cooking it for 34 hours like Dave. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, you can cook it for six to eight hours. You throw your crock pot on low and, and the house smells wonderful. And, and that's basically uh, like sweet potatoes and brown sugar. Um, you throw in some uh, juice from an orange and the gratings of the rind from the orange, um, some honey, some what, vanilla, some butter, some cinnamon, a little bit of nutmeg. And then that just smells like Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? And that's what the whole house is smelling like as you're crisping up the turkey. Again, not for 34 hours, but for like six hours, you know, really low, you're maybe cooking that turkey. Um, so that's like my thing. Um, and then there's always like something else, like, some sort of other veg or something. I didn't realize until three years ago because I love food so much that I never noticed my husband never ate the cranberry stuff that I make. Like, so I'm the only one that eats cranberries in our house because it's just the two of us. So um, if I make anything, I have like a great cranberry recipe too for the crock pot. Um, I, I started to gravitate towards things for crock pots because for a while I was going to relatives house for Thanksgiving and that was super easy to prep ahead of time. And because you're not getting into their oven because they're making a bunch of stuff. Um, so that's uh, really it. I mean, um, and then I'm watching football or whatever and hanging out like that's Thanksgiving. I, it's my favorite holiday. I think Thanksgiving is because there's no pressure of like no gifts and stuff. And you get to choose who you want to hang out with. Like I've, I've hung out like by myself on Thanksgiving or with family or with friends. Like a lot of times if I know friends that, um, aren't around other family members of theirs or something like I'll invite them over to uh, do Thanksgiving in my house. Cause I love to cook. So that's why it's like, I don't do the same thing all the time. The, the only traditional thing that's in my Thanksgiving spread is Turkey and potatoes, sometimes both potatoes because I love them so much. Yeah. Personally, I think that, that multiple potato dishes is a requirement. Um, yeah. Multiple breads, multiple starches, veggies, yeah. you know, I mean, that's yeah. kind of a, you got other days for that there, you know, there, there is a time and place for Brussels sprouts and I've actually come to enjoy them. So we've, we've, we've reintroduced them to our, <laughs> to our table. They're let back in. We'll discuss that later. Cranberry also going to discuss this in a moment. Nobody's talking about canned cranberries. It's very odd to me. I just don't understand it, but we'll discuss recipes in a minute. <laughs> I think there's a debate right there. So <laughs> it's so bad. Cranberry it's sauce. A... <laughs> you know, is it the cranberry sauce or is it the can? 
<laughs> no, yeah, yeah, she's got a point. Is it the ridges or the actual cranberry? Yes. Does is it, it have jelly? ridges? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, no, My I'm mother-in-law, not. who I'm sure is not going to listen to this, so I can actually say if it doesn't come out of the can, it's not worth eating, and it has to have the ridges, and it's just like, <laughs> I just, I can't even. <laughs> the ridges tell you how to cut it. Yes. How are you supposed to well, those are cutting guidelines. Nice, <laughs> nice I did not know this. Did not know. No, but see, I've never made a jello mold either. And I just figured that that and, oh. and fruitcake, those are probably all in that same yeah. section of, of the little girl's yeah. handbook that I didn't. Jello makes me gag. Exactly. Like that, it's that texture. It just like. It, and it just, it does that thing. Kind of like my mic is doing every time I hit my <gasps> desk here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's just wrong. It's sick and wrong. All right, we're moving on. Vegeta. <laughs> what I you're you're I'm just pulling you yes, in. Dear. You, yes, yes, you know. I, it's been too long since I've heard your voice. All right, so wait, Thanksgiving, what's your what's your jam? Oh, for me? Um well just like everybody else said, I so eat turkey, but I always get a honey baked ham. And this year I decided to get my honey baked ham early, so it arrived yesterday, shipped via UPS. <laughs> and it came with a couple of sides too. So I'm doing some testing like a couple of test sides because my friend invited me over and um, I, you know, I, I haven't met her, known her that long. So she tells me she makes everything from scratch. So rolls, you know, sides, turkey, everything. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to test some recipes out. So I'm using you guys as guinea pigs. So I'm listening, waiting to hear some good recipes I can steal there. But my favorite thing to do is twice baked um, sweet potatoes. So the concept of a baked potato, but you do a sweet potato. And so you're going to have your butter, you're going to have your cream cheese, you're going to have like your spices. If you want cinnamon, you want nutmeg, whatever, toss it all in there, mix it all up. And then I, if you're feeling fancy, you can pipe it and you can make beautiful decorations back into the uh, sweet potatoes. But if you're feeling lazy and you rush for time, I'll sprinkle a few marshmallows on top and then crumble some bacon and then put that in for like the last 15 minutes and it just kind of melts and becomes this beautiful looking shape. You, you um, got the thumbs up from Chuck there on the bacon. Yeah, the bacon. I know. I'm with, I'm with Krista. I, I tried a turkey with bacon and it didn't crisp and everything. And then I had to remove it. And then like the turkey was the delicious itself, yeah. you know, because it had all the fats and, and stuff exactly. from the bacon, but the not all of the bacon got crispy. Oh, so. oh, oh we'll solve that. Although I caught that. my friend eating the bacon. Wait for it, right, Chuck? <laughs> she was Chuck, just eating Chuck's the got bacon. the solution. <laughs> at, at the end, you just throw the bacon in the microwave for about a minute, a minute and a half, and it'll crisp it right up. Yeah. Seriously. Well, I didn't get that chance because she oh. ate it all. And oh. I'm like, what are you doing? We're cooking a full dinner here, and you're sitting there eating bacon scraps pretty much. <laughs> Oh, I will say, though, that rubbery bacon is pretty delicious. (laughs) And then my other favorite recipe is, I don't know, this is maybe for after you're done with Thanksgiving, but potato balls. So you take all the leftovers, the turkey, stuffing, whatever, make a little ball out of it, put the mashed potato on the outside, and then you're going to do an egg batter. And you can do panko or whatever, breadcrumbs, and then you're going to fry this puppy. You can freeze it for later if you want, but go ahead and eat some fresh and they taste amazing. I want that. I want that right now. Didn't you order something like that, that you posted on? I did. I ordered those magical balls come from. They came from the famous bakery called Porto's bakery and they have a bake at home where they're frozen 
and once again, another FedEx box arrived, just full of baked goods inside. This is all I've done, people, during quarantine, because I just order things from bakeries, honey-baked hams. They just drop them at the front door. I just cart them inside. <laughs> See that? But this is another thing that you learn when you come on to the – when you listen to these AB foodie shows. Is not only you just heard about our all of favorites recipes, but Vegeta comes around. She's like, here's where you can order this and this and this and this. So um, I need oh, to put you on the case, good. by the way. John has been craving an Italian uh, sub, you know, like, like the genuine mm-hmm. Italian sub. And um, we don't have those here in Montana. So uh, we'll – that's another show, another day. But <laughs> I to find that one for you. Have Italian. I was going go to say, you got to go to Portillos.com that you can they, get them. You know what? Right. We just got one of those. Finally. That, that's, that's the real deal, Portillos. Portillos. All right. All right. Yeah, I saw I one a model from my house that does oh. not bode well for me. <laughs> you, at all. you see ya, Keto. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Jody and I have been to that one a few times. That's where you live. <laughs> oh my goodness okay. good to know good to know all right allison <laughs> what oh. you got wow what you got what do i got i got this all of it no i'm just kidding <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing it's the martini um so for me there's really i would have to say there's three and of course thanksgiving as we've all been saying it is all about the science it is about the science it's um got really three traditions. There's one that comes from my family that is the absolute every cousin, sibling, everything. We all we all do a broccoli cheese casserole. It's broccoli cheese, mm. um, the cream of mushroom, breadcrumbs that you saute and some butter that puts on top and it's chopped broccoli. And, and um, as you were saying, you were talking about like you've got all these different cards recipe cards from that have been handed down. They are now truly heirlooms because nobody writes on a card anymore. Nobody writes. Everyone types. It's all digital, but which makes it even more special, the cards. And, um, I actually got a long time ago from my own, from my mother, a cook, a cook binder that I have been accumulating different recipes from different people from family members and doing that. And I'm so disappointed because I went through my storage unit and I was trying so desperately to find this cookbook oh, no. um, because it had several different key recipes and I can't find it. It's somewhere. It's fine. It's, it's, it's somewhere. But, um, so broccoli cheese casserole, I would say, you know, a lot of people say, okay, green bean casserole. Definitely. The broccoli cheese casserole, it's a staple from, from my side of the family, from my husband's side of the family. There's two things. There's one that's a um, black cherry salad. And it's not an inch of lettuce in it. It's sweet, like a dessert. It's whipped cream, cream cheese. What's now, because you can't say black cherry, you got to say dark cherry. So the cans, you got to go find it. It says dark. I know. I know. Really? This is cherry now. Okay. So you got to go find it. It makes it more difficult. Um, dark cherry, um, che- dark cherry jello. So it's a jello. So it's a gelatized dish. Stay but with us, Gina. She says it's good. So <laughs> melts the cream cheese with the jello and you let it set temporarily. You get the cans or the, fr- or sometimes they're frozen. Um, that's always the, the bit, the hardest part of this recipe is finding the dark cherries and most of the time it's now ended up from being canned into the freezer. So once you have that, you cut them in half or quarter them, then you eventually throw everything in, you toss it, you mix it together. It becomes this light 
uh, purplish glob of yumminess that looks like if you never knew what it was, you're like, what in the heck is on the table here? What am I going to do with that? I took it to my family and said, hey, guys, I'm going to introduce you to something. And they were like, what is this? And every single person, they put it on their plate and they did the right thing. And they tested it and they were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Because when you add that sweetness with the savory of the gravy and the turkey and the salt and everything, it, it, it works out great. So you got the black cherry salad. But then the other staple, and this kind of goes with what Krista was dark, talking about. Dark cherry salad. Dark, I'm sorry. Dark, I'm sorry. Dark, I just, I gotta, I gotta. It's dark. Get it dark. right, Allison. It's just, it's just dark. Just, yeah. It's not light. It's dark. Um, but we also make homemade. I mean, from dough, stuffing, everything. is homemade pierogies. Ooh. Ooh. Recipe. This is <laughs> <laughs> hold that, Chuck. Hold that shot, Chuck. <laughs> wow, that got like a wild reaction. <laughs> ooh. Very sensuous with the potatoes. Like, ooh, hang on. Lines that we do. You do what's a good way if you've never had a pierogi, an introduction, which is your cheese and potato. But we do it's a large curd pressed and it's a 24 to probably almost 48 hour pressing of large curd cheddar uh, cottage cheese as you press it as hard as you possible you want to get all the moisture out of it you eventually then do a, a raw egg in the mixture salt pepper and a small you don't need a lot but just a potato that you mash into it and then you stir it up together that's one stuffing then for chuck espinoza you're ready. The <laughs> other and really good stuffing is your cabbage and bacon. And the cabbage and bacon, to my, my husband's grandmother, who is first-generation Polish, so this is all coming from Poland, true handing down, she would saute this chopped, finely chopped cabbage in the bacon grease. Yeah. You chop the bacon and you mix that with the cabbage, and then that's the cabbage bacon stuffing that you put into the brogies by hand that you're the dough that you're making. So it is it is a true three three day process because you're rotating through different doughs because you the more you work the dough, the more tough it can get. And the secret that I found when I'm making my dough for something like this to keep it moist and tender is actually buttermilk. Instead of oil or water or something, buttermilk. Use buttermilk, flour, an egg, salt, and pepper. But it's the buttermilk that keeps the dough really tender. And then once you've got it all set, the, the pierogies are stuffed and ready to go. You boil them once they float. It only takes a few, like two minutes. Boil it. And then when you're ready to eat them, you get a nice hot pan. You put some butter in it. A lot More of butter. butter. Yeah, a lot of butter. <laughs> butter. Yeah. And then you sear it and you cook it up and it's hot and delicious. And the cottage cheese starts melting and you've got the salt and pepper. And then you've got the warmth of the bacon and the cabbage. And it's great. So we have that. And then... You know, so you've got the black cherry salad, you've got the um, pierogies, and then you've got the um, uh, broccoli and cheese casserole. So those are probably the three most 
staples must haves for for my Thanksgiving dinner. Can I make wow. one observation? Because it takes so long, you only do that like once a year. <laughs> <laughs> because so, it really is. Sorry, my dog. Come on, Charlie. Sorry. So my only observation is, how did I get a lot of crap for 34 hours when you're doing it for three days? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, so. There's certain things that take time. Like cooking, to me, cooking meat for that long, like you're not, I'm not suggesting you're over handling it, but I'm like that you should, that should be on a spit. And that's like Southern barbecue then. I'm yeah. thinking. It is because by the time I'm trying to, I'm cutting out, eventually you got to process and cutting out the circles for the, the dough of the actual brogy. And you're trying to stuff it and you're learning stuffing it. And you don't want to tear the dough. I'm done. I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> So do you start Thanksgiving, you start your Thanksgiving preparation, your cooking on, on, on Tuesday? Yeah. There is cottage cheese pressing in my refrigerator. Already. Already. <laughs> I think she wins. I'm not sure, yeah. but I yeah, think it's win. possible. I haven't even gone grocery shopping for the holiday yet. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you better go. You better go. Those those shelves are going to be bare. So gonna get... It's my martini. <laughs> oh, I didn't miss it. Um, what you got? <laughs> are you going to share your martini or are you just going to drink it in silence and make the rest of us stare at you awkwardly? <laughs> no, my martini. So those are my three big items um, for Thanksgiving. I, and again, it's, it is all about the size. I love it. I love it. We are good. We're gonna, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys all about my turkey because, you know, there's a, this common theme with butter. <laughs> oh, I, we have turkey with, well, we have butter with some turkey on it, but we'll, we'll, we'll get around to that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. Case of turkey. That's right. Amazon, you too can get three for $15.99. <laughs> right here uh you'll get to see me in a little while when we talk about my turkey <laughs> all right gina what you got um so thanksgiving is not my favorite holiday i know i'm not the majority here um but christmas eve is always the the our favorite holiday so Thanksgiving this year is actually at my house because of the COVID and we have to keep it to 10 people. So of course we have 14. Um, so I decided my mother is bringing the turkey because turkey is probably like my least favorite thing, but I always have a little bit because you have to. So, so on the menu this year, because it's something completely different, um, <coughs> we're doing stuffed mushrooms and a cheese plate to start. And then I've already made the um, lasagna noodles. So we're doing a roasted acorn squash uh, lasagna noodle with a lasagna that has um, like a sage bechamel and ricotta and all of that. And then we're moving on to, oh no, we're starting with pumpkin soup and then we have the um, roasted acorn squash. And then we have, and so those are in the freezer. And then... I made pumpkin dinner rolls because everything's on theme. And to go with the pumpkin dinner rolls, I made pumpkin butter. And again, all of this stuff is in the freezer already um, because I started last weekend. Sorry, Allison. You you already bumped down number two. Gina wins. (laughs) Only because, you know, when you work all week, 
how do you prep? So if I prep on a weekend and get it done, all I have to do is assemble on Thanksgiving. So, so all of that. So yeah, so the pumpkin dinner rolls, and then we have probably about a bazillion sides. And I agree that sides make Thanksgiving. So I, you know, my, my uncle is bringing, this is something new. I've, I've not heard of this turnips, mashed potatoes. So he makes a turnip and puts it in his smashed potatoes. That sounds fantastic. I have, I'm willing to try it. I'm all go with that. We're having Brussels sprouts and broccoli. Um, <coughs> we don't do green bean casserole. And in fact, I've never had that. Ooh, it's so good. <laughs> Is it? So I'm of the opinion you're not going to anything on it. Oh, man. It's one of my faves. Oh. I really? love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm with See, you. I, so, so tell me what's in it. It's green beans, uh, cream of mushroom soup, uh, uh, maybe some onions if you want to put some onions in there, and then um, the the French's little onion crisps on top. Does it it sometimes include mayonnaise? I know my broccoli cheese casserole includes mayonnaise. Okay, well... When we get to my part, Gina, I'll give you the real recipe on (laughs) with the bacon in it. With the bacon, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that you have all of this already prepped, but you know, it's 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 so funny. It makes such a big difference when you just a few things made ahead of time. Oh, you just buy back time for drinking. You you absolutely do, and like I I have a small oven. I have a I have, Chuck seen it. I have a stove that was original to my house and my house was built in 1954. Oh, Krista's seen it too. Um, And so the stove is 42 inches wide and the oven fits a Cornish hen. (laughs) That's how big it is. So I have to do things in stages. So when I was roasting the pumpkin for the soup, I had to cut the pumpkin in half like you usually do and put it down, but then you can only fit half of a pumpkin in it at one time. So I had to do it in stages. And then for the, I bought, oh, I was telling you on the last episode that I bought a new toaster oven that does like 5 million different things. So I was able to roast the acorn squash in the toaster oven while I was roasting half of a pumpkin in the regular oven. So it was just kind of like a rotation of all of these things going at one time. But if you were to do it on Thanksgiving, you'd never get it done in time. Do you have a convection, like a mixed convection microwave? Oh, it does. No, my toaster oven is a toaster oven, air fryer convection. um, I don't remember what it does. It does like 45 things. (laughs) You need to get a GoFundMe for Gina's kitchen remodel. No, I love her stove. If I if I had like I that remodeled my stove, whole kitchen great. around my stove. I oh. loved it. Oh, but <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, she has this magical machine that does everything. And it was funny. I was I did my pre-holiday walk through Bed Bath and Beyond and Funny Sidebar there. You know, I used to always get five thousand 20 percent off coupons from mm-hmm. bed bath is like good god i can't there's just no amount of things i can buy that this is worth it 
you mean you actually want one this time of year? Can you find one? No. Uh-uh. No, you have to give me your email address and then they get to taunt you in a whole new way. So you know, I was having like, no, I'm not buying anything here today because I don't have my coupon, which was kind of silly because that's just not usually my jam. But Gina, back to my story. I was like, ooh, which one does she have? Is it this one that does 43 things or this one that does 47 <laughs> things and my laundry? I'm so confused. This one has an oil burning candle on top. It's, you know, it's <laughs> And a nasty potpourri satchel. But I think I want it because Gina said it does everything. It does everything. Dehydrates stuff. It's like That was the other thing. It was, yes. That was the fourth thing. It, it, and it's a dehydrator. It, there you go, Alice. It Allison. does like whatever you want it to do. And I, I say goodnight to it every night because I'm like, you will stay with me forever. It does not fold laundry, though. That's the only downside. It doesn't. It cures cancer at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Exactly, exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, Jason. I know you are you you poor man. You are your your attention is being pulled in forty three directions because because you are kind of that 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 Sony guy. So oh, uh, well, that's a <laughs> phrase, but I'm yeah. I'm doing my best to to try to uh, contribute as well as uh, you know run my empire from my uh, garage studio. Uh, here, as you can see it in the background, I, I, I'm not appearing with the green screen like I did last time. So I know, I know. It's I was like we set almost up for something fun with that. I know. I was set. Up, <laughs> I was set up for live projector training, as you can see uh, on the uh, screen there now. So I'll go back to my video here. So I see my studio can meet with your studio. We can like battle it oh, out. Oh, it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be epic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, more to the topic. I'm a fan of the. Uh, the, I guess the Thanksgiving gimmick, for lack of a better uh, description, like whether it's fried turkey or, you know, the bacon wrapped turkey. I've never personally done that one, but I, I like, you know, those kinds of things. I fried turkeys a few times and we just uh, smoked a turkey over at my neighbor's house uh, uh, for Friendsgiving here. So, we, you know, we could, our little bubble, we, we mix it together and, and uh, fed everybody with a smoked turkey. So, I mean, to go to Thanksgiving and have a crappy turkey quite honestly, just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> like it's, it's the whole thing, right? So whatever your main deal is, it's got to be good. Um, so I don't know, I take special attention or take special care to make sure the turkey's as good as possible, w whatever that means. And I will definitely say, uh, if you've got the patience and the, uh, the wherewithal to not set a turkey fryer up in your living room or garage, uh, you know, follow some basic safety rules. I mean, Fried turkey is right up there on my list. I, I gotta say, it's one of my favorites. I don't know if anybody else here has oh, an yeah. opinion on fried turkey, but they're beautiful. It, it, I mean, it's the best turkey you get for sure. You know, yeah, uh, what it's is super it? juicy. Jason, I've never favorite. tried it. Maybe it would let make me like turkey. Uh, oh, if you that. like, yeah, it's really good. Like especially if you like inject it properly. Uh, you know, we take the step to brine it first, then inject it, then toss it in the fryer. And then you've got like, you know, when I lived in Florida, it was you're doing this like out somewhere where it's maybe you're riding dirt bikes or doing something. So you're boiling peanuts or you're doing what other other Florida things you can do. Drink beer, you know, be actress irresponsible, <laughs> whatever it is. And, uh, you know, that's Florida. well, I mean, that's where I did it. So in Florida, <laughs> it has apparently a reputation for doing things maybe a little wild sometimes. So interesting. You know, the reason why they have that name for Florida. <laughs> Florida man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never personally made, I've never personally made the headlines as Florida man, but I've seen Florida man several times with my own eyes. He does exist. He's yeah. a real person, you know, definitely uh, several of him. So, or her, you know, it's not, it's not gender specific. There is it's also a giant family. family. Yeah. It's a giant family. <laughs> 
<laughs> Absolutely. But, um, you know, like in terms of sides and things like that, I mean, I agree that those are critical. But, you know, most important, I think, honestly, is the beverage selection that you're going to have at Thanksgiving, yes. at least at least coming from my uh, personal perspective. Um, you know, we've got some we've got some cocktail people in my family. Uh, I you know certainly grew up at, you know, I, the 70s and 80s were a better time, you know, you know, at cocktail parties with my, you know, my mom, maybe having some folks over and stuff. And, you know, just being social in those days, it's kind of how it was. So, I mean, I, I think uh, what you've got, like a solid, uh, you know, whether it's like a community punch or like a good batch of wine that everybody can drink from or a nice bottle of bourbon or whatever it is, something that uh, is communal that you can share with everybody that's there and, and everybody can participate a little bit, I think is probably uh, the thing that I make make sure most certainly that we have at a Thanksgiving, you know, dinner, at least uh, with our family. That's, you know, something that everybody can share in, whether it's, you know, good food certainly makes sense, but uh, I mean, a good beverage is really where it's at. Let's just be honest here. So, yeah, I, I love that. And that's all, that's always the area where I kind of, I, I just sort of run out of, of available bandwidth. Um, and I'm kind of a wine, a wine gal. So I'll always kind of, you know, just go right, right. I heard that about you. You might've heard that about me. I see the posts. It's like, it's, it's snowing outside. There's animals somewhere in my yard. I'm drinking wine and I'm doing yoga somewhere like a mix of those top four. And I and I respect you for it. I, I like that. I wish I had that in my. I feel yard. like I'm a better person. Three plus the wine. Yeah. Oh, 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 so wine is just like the main thing, and then you've just got like yep. off spokes, kind of like yep. spokes yep. on a, it's, ah, it's a it. hub and spoke. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, 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 I love, I, I love you even more now, Katie. See, it's just kind of right. Oh, see, yes, it is, it is. It's, it is kind of funny. My, my, my massage therapist, who I also don't think listens to this, and she's like, you know, you might. You, it sounds like you're kind of in a lot of pain lately. I mean, could it be the booze? I'm like, no, 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 stop it, stop it, you silly woman. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's I am the reason I'm alive today. My Description. I'm exactly. I'm leaving. Yeah. Whatever this is, whatever your advice is, ain't worth a damn. Exactly. Woman, you've got one more of those. Then I'm out of here. Awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, well, well, I have a hard our homemade wine. We do it every year. You do. Oh, yeah. see, now you're talking my language. Yeah, we do about a hundred. I'm sorry. It's delicious. I remember you gave me a bottle a few years ago. Oh, so we, cool. Yeah, we do about 165 gallons a year um, at my cousin's house, and then we split it all up between the family. Did you have 15 people over if, if I just drove by and you just kind of threw <laughs> wine out the window at me? Cuomo doesn't like, it wouldn't, care. It wouldn't count. If it's over 10, okay. it doesn't matter. I'm getting arrested anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> You're making your homemade wine? What did, I missed. Oh, so every October we um, we make wine, and then every April ish we bottle it. So, so yeah, cool. that's fun. And then yeah. every August, I think we talked about this too at one point. Every August we um, jar tomatoes. So that's so by August. May you're drunk, and then July you're in rehab, and then it just starts back over, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Tradition, no, tradition. Right. <laughs> <laughs> very well, very well. All right. Well, My Jason, tomatoes I know- were still growing. Uh, we just got our final frost, and I still had tomatoes growing from no this summer. Way. Yeah, I don't know what happened here in Pennsylvania, but it just was so warm um, that the that is amazing. Yeah, now they're done because we got a killer frost last night. And now they're all like droopy, like sad, like why, Mama? You left me on the vine too long. That was oh, Labor Day for us. 
I pulled them all out two weeks ago. I pulled out the plants and all that. Oh, it's, it, it's a sad time, you know, when you actually, when you like get through harvest and then you actually go back and clean all this stuff up. But then it's also like, oh God, that's so nice. I can just be done, you know? And it's, it's kind of like putting yeah, that but, stuff to bed for the winter. But you and I are done by the end of July though. Right. I know for us, that's in August <laughs> yeah. and, and it's not really tiring because we've had 45 days of sun. So, you know, <laughs> okay. It's maybe 75, but uh, barely. <laughs> weather is just like divine right now. This is yeah, why. No. Florida. No, no, no. I'll, but I'll come to what I'll come to Florida in July. In June. June? June? Yeah, July. Wait, I guess maybe I'll go in June. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah, see sure. you guys there. <laughs> Katie, you're going to miss Infocom. <laughs> I know. I know. See, it's just this whole trade show thing. It's like, oh, whatever. They don't exist anymore. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, Rob. <laughs> We're not talking about oh, trade shows. No. <laughs> yeah, that's not. <laughs> yes. And Jason, if you do have to boogie, uh, just just jump jump back in and make sure that we uh, make grab your how to. How to uh, find Jason. I, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it now because I do have to jump off. You have to go. Okay. All yeah, right. Thank so you guys so much for guys. having me. We'll talk to you Thanks. soon. Happy thank you so much. Yeah. Well, dude. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Take care. Bye bye. Okay, enjoy, Jason. Yep. All right, Rob. What you got? Well, I know what you got, but I don't think we've shared it with anybody else. I know you've got a cocktail. Share it. Oh, I always do. That's, that's the best part. So, so like I said, I, I am a foodie closet or out, out of the closet, whatever you want to call it. I, I make no apologies and I make no apologies for my bar. You know, it's like, uh, you know, there's 300, 300 ish bar- bottles, but you know, they'll last me for years, you know? So no, if, if, uh, we get down to talking about, talking about Thanksgiving, we are traditionalists. I grew up, my dad, my dad was the original barbecuer. So, you know, from birth, you know, he basically, he had a Weber that, uh, I, we were, you know, I don't know how many tonnage he went through of charcoal kind of thing. So I grew up, I grew up on, uh, you know, Thanksgiving's always a traditional time. Like the menu very rarely changes. Um, we do experiment at Christmas and, and Easter is always a, a fun time. That's really some really cool dishes there. But Thanksgiving's kind of kind of plain Jane, but the food's excellent, you know. So um, we were talking about a, a um, uh, deep fried turkey before. Best turkey I think I've ever had was uh, shot with a bow on a Sunday and served on Thursday via, uh, uh, you know, a, 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 you know, peanut oil or whatever oil was was in there. It was absolutely the best turkey. But that was that was a one time deal at the time. But um, yeah, we usually get uh, used to do the turkey. Um, I actually already practiced on one because um, in years past, it's a little too cold here in Minnesota. You know, like, uh, you know, if it drops down below 20 degrees, it takes a lot longer than it might be if you're cooking in an oven somewhere else, you know. So, uh, but I picked up a insulated uh, Traeger um, this year. And uh, when it was like 22 degrees outside, I'm like, I threw a small 11 pounder on and and um, cook that. That turned out really well, but uh, I'll probably take a slightly bigger one. We'll spatchcock it perhaps and splay it out a little bit, um, you know, shorten up the time. Um, I don't brine it because if you buy a butterball, you'll notice on this thing it says, you know, saline solution. Well, that's a brine, you know. So, um, you know, if you buy a butterball, you don't have to brine it. Um, but um, we're always big on other stuff. So, like um, sweet potatoes. Um, we'll do mashed, um, um, spicy, um, think like cayenne pepper and chipotle pepper, spiced, uh, um, uh, sweet potatoes. We'll do candy, sweet potatoes. We'll do regular mashed potatoes. 
Um, we'll throw, you know, garlic cheese into it. You know, it, it runs the gamut, but you know, the ingredients are pretty standard, pretty state, pretty, pretty much a staple. Um, and then my wife makes a phenomenal, um, cranberry orange relish that is off the chart. In fact, that's the recipe I forgot to, to send in. Um, I am a sucker for the canned, you know, um, cranberry. I'm okay with that. Honestly, you know, it's something you, I grew up on. So if you, if you probably, if you didn't grow up on it, you're probably looking at some of that stuff going, yeah, no, not for me, you know, but, uh, you know, it, again, it goes back to simple ingredients. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, don't do too much on the casserole side. Um, we, um, we live for, uh, for the dessert side of things. Um, I didn't send over, you know, the, the, uh, fireball, um, uh, pumpkin pie that I turn into tartlets, you know, so everybody kind of gets their own. So portion control at its finest, but, um, no, the, uh, the actual, the actual top notch dessert I think I've ever had was uh, my mother-in-law's recipe for a pumpkin chiffon. And basically it's, it's like your standard pumpkin pie, but you fold in egg whites into it and it's so light and airy it's not dense like a standard um pumpkin pie is so it's it's very airy um you know we're usually doing typical things like playing cards throwing dice watching football during the day but um um we'll have a few drinks here and there um actually last few years we've gotten into the uh then it kind of it's interesting my daughter turns 21 tomorrow so uh, she's actually officially legal although that's never stopped her before but hey guess whatever. who's double her age and turns 42 tomorrow yeah there you go there yeah. you go it's her second 21st Sweetness. birthday oh god to be 42 again yeah, i know right yeah. <laughs> i know easy day easy day let's, yeah. not, let's not go down that rabbit hole um <laughs> but um we have um uh, you know everybody's had you know vodka cranberries before what cape cods whatever but we found it came across a sparkling um cranberry that uh works out really well so uh and you can buy cranberry flavored vodka now too in fact i'm pretty sure i can put my hand on it underneath one of the doors down here in one of the bottles i have down there um but um the other one that we've come across the last couple of years as well is a salted caramel um um white russian so half and half, we've got salted caramel Kahlua. Ooh. This is a regular caramel vodka, but there is a salt. Um, Smirnoff and Effen both have salted caramel flavored vodkas, and uh, then you get a caramel sauce, and you line the line the line the glass with a little caramel sauce, and then you fill it up with ice. Um, and actually, what I've done before is uh, I've smoked ice before, so you. You take some water and you, you know, you basically smoke it in your barbecue for about 20 minutes and then you throw it in the freezer and, um, I've done it blended. We've done it on, on the rocks, that kind of thing. But, um, it's a fun drink. It's, uh, it's, strangely enough, I mean, we blow through it and we don't drink a lot. We really don't. It's um, not strange. But it's not strange at all. Yeah, no, I know. It's like, it's so weird. <laughs> I get so many comments about my, my bar collection. I'm like, you know, I, I really don't. I mean, it's like maybe two drinks a week kind of thing. Although I've had three tonight. So, uh, I'm a little, uh, I'm a, I, you might go Rob, You're a liar. The last 20 minutes. <laughs> I know. Right. Actually this last one was Negroni. So, uh, you know, um, 
but um, no, we have uh, we have a good time. Thanksgiving's about family. Um, it's gonna be weird this year. We've had a couple um, COVID scares. We lost our father-in-law to COVID. Um, I was, you know, I had to go get a test today just because uh, I had an appointment last week where the person before me had COVID, and you know, gotta love those uh, contact tracing phone calls, you know, at night. So, um, but also keep in mind too that I think my wife and I had it when we were at ISD this year. So. I'm not too, you know, not too, too worried, but um, we're going to keep it low key this year, which kind of sucks because usually we have a crowd, um, you know, invite friends over. You know, we have a small nuclear family here in, in Minnesota. Most of our families in California. Um, but, um, you know, we have a we have a real good time. Food's excellent. Um, like I said, we'll do I'll, I'll I'll smoke the turkey this year. And uh, I think, you know, weather, weather permitting, I suppose. But uh, um which yeah, between the dessert and the drink, we, you know, there's plenty. There's no shortage of quality, shall we say, recipes. I mean, seriously, if I had the the uh, the gumption, the money, I'd open a restaurant, but certainly not now. But um, you know, it's like I'm a closet chef, so uh, you know, like the other night, I'm you know making making the you know low carb tortillas, you know, for myself, and you know, like the tiki masala I made tonight, you know, just you know. You know, just put all the it's ingredients crazy. together and yeah. there you go. So yeah, uh, now we have a, and, we have a good time. And, and for those of you who haven't uh, heard Rob on the show's private or don't know him personally, he's also got wicked barbecue skills and has actually done uh, some time on the tour. And uh, he yeah. goes to this little place called Memphis every year. And uh, so if that's your jam, you definitely want to hook up with, with Rob and, and, <laughs> and get cozy with that guy. He's got this rub that I've heard is amazing, but I, I, I'm on the list. And see, this is the thing. You need to get on the list because I've been on the list. I've known him since I was 18, and that was like 400 years ago. And I was on the list since <laughs> ISC, and I still haven't gotten mine because it's on back order so you guys harass him get on his list see that's rob that's how i'm just going to do this now my, my favorite my favorite part is when people <laughs> i had a friend of mine he uh it, it solidified it solidified cult status when a friend of mine used it in one first place in a rib contest in oh see I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like it's funny he goes everybody's like complimenting goes rob you know whose rub i use i'm like yeah <laughs> Yeah, you should get some royalties or a nibble at least or I know, something after I know. that. You it's, know, it's, it's it's fun though. You know, that's yeah. the thing. I love I, we love entertaining. In fact, right in front of me, I must have like sixteen glasses that were like pulled out. We're clean. We're trying to figure out if we actually keep them or not. You know, because you know, I mean, our house is set up to you know to entertain. I built a new deck during COVID time, and uh, you know, for outside and for us, the more the merrier. And you know, I'm just gonna say, COVID sucks. You know, it's like. Uh, <laughs> You know, we have a barbecue outside and we have a fire and there's like eight people and, and you're all like 12 feet away. You know, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's a 16 foot circumference patio and everybody's on the grass on the outside of it. You know, it's like, oh, you're killing me. But uh, no, we're looking I'm looking forward to uh, to Thanksgiving and the food. And, and uh, it's unfortunately it goes back to my uh, days when you and I you know, were young, much younger and uh <laughs> I always always maintain that I gained like 20 pounds between Thanksgiving and New Year because Thanksgiving and then we'd have a company um, event and then it would be holidays, you know, think, uh, Christmas and then it'd be New Year's and then it would be CES. And next thing you know, I'm like, I can't fit into the clothes I fat it, fit, fit into. See how Freudian slipped there? Um, so I couldn't fit into it before Halloween, you know. 
So. That's why you have your fall collection, your winter collection, and your spring well, collection. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, the sad part. The sad part now is I don't know if we talked since then, but uh, my wife sold our gym, so yeah. we sold the we sold the gym during COVID times, and uh, you know the new owners are are happy and it's still going. So kept the name, so we're excited about that. You know, it's kind of a cool legacy to have. But uh, you know, I think I was telling my favorite story. One of the favorite stories is when. Uh, I go to a training and someone goes, you know, I don't know if there's anything worse than having a gym membership and not using it. And I go, yeah, I got you beat. Hold my beer. You know, it's like, how about owning a gym and not using it? <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah. it's yeah. all good. It's all it's good. All good. So, it's all good. Yeah. You know, are you definitely going to have to, somebody was talking about the, you know, the, um, the recipes and digital. Yeah. So one of the things way. that we're doing this, this Christmas is we've digitized most of our stuff, if not all of our recipes. And then we'll just print them out on a, like a Shutterfly book. You know, here's the 2020, you know, Kiva family, you know, recipe. So the kids will each get one. You know, my daughter's 21, my son's 23. So, you know, they're on their own. They're cooking the recipes. We'll add theirs in there. And uh, yeah, you're going to have to do an AV Foodies one, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you can set it up so we can order it on our own. But, uh, you know, <laughs> co- collate, collate the recipes. <laughs> it's so funny. I knew I was going to get busted on this last night. I was like, oh man, we've been talking about this and it's the end of November. We got to have another cook. Okay, I'll get out the holiday cards. I'll put everything together. I'll coordinate it. The beauty it. is you can either do it via blurb or shutterfly. Um, you can do it as a magazine. You know, it's yeah. cheap. You can do it as a book. Actually, the magazine is the cheapest. You know, it's like four or five bucks or something yeah. like that for a yeah. 50 pager. So, uh, yeah. but no, it's, uh, you know, holidays are meant for family and friends and having fun. It's, it's funny. It's like, we've never done it at Friendsgiving. We just, you know, we just kind of do it through the course of the year, but, uh, you know, I love the concept. Let's put it that way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we will, we, we will do it. And, and when we do it, watch how I do this. It's going to include Chuck Espinosa's recipes. Chuck. There you go. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> It's time Bring for Chuck. I'm I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna kind of loosen up my pants a little bit because I I just I feel like I'm already gonna need it. I, I just what you got, Chuck. <laughs> so as you can imagine, this is gonna be all about the bacon. Uh, so I'm gonna just recap here for the people who have done the turkey bacon wrap bacon wrap turkey. Um, <laughs> And they said, you know, the bacon just doesn't get crisp. The whole thing is you have to make your bacon weave and you have to bake your bacon weave a little bit before you put it on the turkey to get the bacon weave and the turkey in sync together. So make your bacon weave, cook that bacon weave for about 10 to 15 minutes on about 385 and get it just the the north side of floppy. It's got to cook, still have some grease, still be malleable, but... It, it won't be raw when you you know make your turkey when you bake your turkey. So you yeah, get so Chuck. Meat. So Chuck, is it is it thick cut or regular cut? Though I always use regular cut. Well, I always use thick cut. I'm, thick cut. I'm okay. a thick cut guy. Thick. My bacon's <laughs> got to be like thick cut, nice. <laughs> So I, I put I make my bacon weave and put it in for about fifteen minutes at about three eighty five. Let it get nice and settled, and then I put it on my turkey. And you got to be. So you're only careful. putting the weave on the top of the turkey, then, right? Like I am. I am. It's it's like a turkey blanket body suit. It's, yeah, right? it's like a high top turkey weave. Yeah, high top. I used to, turkey just, weave. I used to do mine over the chicken leg or the leg. Yeah. There's so, a time and a place for that. Did you just get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, you you do the turkey so that it's it's three part with the bacon here. You got to do the bacon on the turkey, bacon in the side dish, bacon in the dessert. Yep, that's right, bacon in the dessert. So we cook our bacon weed, we put it on the turkey, make it nice, make it good. A little bit of stuffing, bacon in the stuffing. Um, now the green bean casserole. Here's what you're waiting for: the green bean casserole. So at the beginning of my turkey festivities, all my Thanksgiving festivities. I cook up like five pounds of bacon. I chop it up real fine. I cook that bacon on the stove. I don't do it in the oven. I cook it on the stove because I want the fat in there. And I add mushrooms and onions. I chop up onions really finely and I chop up mushrooms really finely. And I make this whole thing with this beautiful goodness of bacon, mushroom, onion. And I keep like... It's, it's like a bacon mirepoix. It, it is yeah. beautiful. Yes. I'm sorry. So I, I, just, I, I just had a moment. Go ahead. So I keep this bowl of this bacon, onion, mushroom mix, and I just throw it on everything. I, I put it on everything. I put it on mashed potatoes. I So when I'm making my green bean casserole, I intermix this bacon, mushroom, onion mixture in the green bean casserole, and I bake it. Before I, you put the sprinkled onions on it, the, the crispy onions, you put so the So then green- you don't need the cream of mushroom. Oh, no, no, no. You still use the cream of mushroom, but you – just add the bacon, you add the bacon, mushroom, onion combination to everything. Mashed potatoes, you add it to the green bean casserole, you add it to your stuffing, you put it a little vodka in it and make a martini out of it. Everything, <laughs> anything you put want. Put a little behind eat. your ear. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like, yep, a you know, little, uh huh, right. <laughs> you get me. So I put this on everything. So the bacon, um, mushroom, onion, Mixture goes into the green bean casserole while you bake it with before the onions go on, before the onions go on. And I have a, I had a family member that was allergic to mushrooms. So I made the uh, cream of broccoli, uh, green bean casserole. And then I made the bacon, mushroom, onion, extra mushrooms, all the stuff, green bean casserole. So we had two different casseroles. So I, I had mashed potatoes. You know, you, it is all about the sides, let's be honest. So you have the mashed potatoes that are like beef flat, just mashed potatoes with a little bit of gravy. Then the mashed potatoes with the bacon, onion, mushroom goodness. And then for dessert. So I'm a big cream type of person. I like cheesecake. I like creme brulee. I like ice cream. So anything that's going to be for dessert, especially like a creme brulee, if I'm going to make a nice fresh creme brulee, when my creme brulee is making, I put a little bit of bacon in it. I'm not going to lie. Cheesecake, when you're making your cheesecake, you put a little bit of cheese uh, bacon in the cheesecake. I like to make cookies, so I get a little bit of bacon bits and push it right in the cookie dough, and I make the little cookie ball dough to put on the thing with bacon bits in it, fresh bacon bits. No mushrooms or onions in the cookies. That's bad. (laughs) But a little bit of bacon goes a long way on those cookies. So I have my my three different parts of of Thanksgiving. I have the turkey with a nice bacon blanket, keeping it nice and warm and sealed in. And another thing I do on my turkey, I don't know if you all do it, I peel the skin up and I actually stick pats of butter underneath. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm oh, talking yeah. about. Well, oh, I get yeah. the um, I get the Irish butter with the with the um, yep. seasoning already in it. You cut it in mm-hmm. pats, stick it in the freezer, make it nice and hard so it, it melts slowly in there. You stick it under the skin, it melts slowly in it, and that makes your bacon taste so nice. Bacon, turkey, Irish butter all together. Oh, bacon. turkey will come oh. out. Bacon it's and like, butter. 
<laughs> there's that's just it. That's all you need. You don't even really need the turkey. The turkey is just there as a carrier. It is to, get, it is. to, to a, serve no, as the, the thing is that what you call a binder. <laughs> a binder. It's a, it's a binder. bacon butter <laughs> delivery device to my yes. face. I've so, already gained fifteen pounds on this stupid podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, whose podcast you're calling stupid, lady? Yeah. <laughs> I think you were war- well. No, we actually we didn't put the warning at the front end, but yeah, this is bad. Uh, <laughs> I have a question. Uh, I need. Uh, I'm sorry. I need these calories. I need these calories. I'm outside. It's yeah, 28 you degrees. Up. Yeah, you're wasting away. You're a shell of your former self. Literally, I've got to wrestle a donkey to get him inside. So I need these calories. So butter underneath the skin, bacon on top of the skin. Then you get to your side dishes, bacon, onion, onion, mushroom on all the side dishes. I might make corn with just butter, but you know, a little bit of uh, chili bacon. powder and some some uh, uh, something to spice it up. A little Tony C's, Tony Shashri's, or something to spice. Oh up. yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I do. And I then, do. Oh, so and then for dessert, so a little cookies with bacon, chocolate chip that's sweet and salty with bacon, or a little bit of cheesecake with a bacon piece in it. And uh, it's it really is all about the bacon in my house. I mean, and you just kind of fall over in a com- comatose state from the table with fork in hand and just that's it. <laughs> Oh, you, come on, come on, Katie. Don't you wear stretchy pants for, for Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean I'm not falling out of my chair at the end of it all, though. <laughs> there's there's, there's yeah. something to Gina, you had a very important question. Yes, and it actually has nothing to do with bacon. I, I don't know if you've ever thought about this. I was thinking about this the other day. How do they make so much cream of stuff in the can? Like, <laughs> what is a cream of mushroom? And what is, is there a cream creaming plant? And did you know that there is a cream of chicken? I don't even want to mm-hmm. know what yeah. that is. Yeah. So what is cream yeah. of? It is, it is disgusting goop that melts <laughs> when you heat it up. Yeah. And it's only delicious in green bean casserole. <laughs> or or in, in, in my case, queso, so it doesn't congeal. Oh, yes. uh, yeah, ah, fair enough. Good call. So it's, yeah. so it's in the food lube class? Yeah. Food lube class, yeah. <laughs> but, but Robert, which, which cream of do you put in a queso? Uh, chicken. Yeah. Or mushroom. So it's usually, it's usually mushroom. And what happens, like I've done this before. I tried, I'm not a big cream mushroom fan and I made this queso and it, it, it was phenomenal, but you had to eat it quick. Otherwise you needed a knife and spoon to like scoop it out because it thickened <laughs> up really quick. But the moment you added the cream of mushroom or cream of chicken in there, it was, you could go for like a half hour without it having to, you know, reheat it or, you know, anything like that. And it was gone. I mean, that's the question. What's in it? <laughs> so no, no, it doesn't beg the, no, you don't answer that question. No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> Just... I, think, I think the answer you're looking for, I want to say it's calcium citrate. Um, it's, it's like, it's a, it's basically an anticoagulant. You don't so want it. It's the opposite it's like the of gelatin. It's the, yeah, uh, yeah it's, the op- <laughs> it's the opposite of gelatin. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Tough. I have a question about your cheesecake. So you say you put the, the bacon in the cheesecake. Have you ever, when, if you ever make the crust from scratch, do, do you ever put the bacon in the crust instead of putting it in the cheesecake itself? Oh, that's what I would that's do. That's why I'm on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I would rather put the bacon in the crust and then leave the cheesecake as is. And then you get that nice, sweet crunch salt. 
whatever. See, I'm thinking you do that and then you do my bourbon caramel sauce on top of that bad boy. And you probably should just kick everybody out and eat the whole thing. You have to like think of these things sometimes. Like when I was in Germany and I, I was making a cheesecake from scratch, they don't have graham crackers, right? They have the the butter keks. So like, it's like a, you know, a little cracker, but it's more not butter, but it's just sweet, but it's not cinnamon. So that's what I had to, to break up and use as the base. And it turned out fantastic. But have so have you tried ginger snaps? So that's what I do with my pumpkin cheesecakes is ground up ginger snaps. Mm. And I bet you that would be pretty amazing with the bacon too. And I actually I think I might I would have to not eat them first because I really like ginger snaps. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, Yeah, you do, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly when you're drinking, there's there's just something funny. They actually That's a hard one right there. Ginger snaps. (laughs) Yeah. No, they make a really good crust, just like you would with a graham cracker. Just wow. You know, to tie back to Chris's story, I've actually shipped cranberry in a can to germany because my best friend my best friend all through my life she writes me and she goes you know what germans don't have this and i really miss a traditional like thanksgiving so i pay like a hundred dollars to fedex to ship cans of cranberry to germany no way okay i gotta tell you i i this is probably bad i smuggle like back, back from Amsterdam and Vienna, yeah, and literally like Midnight Express, tape it to my chest to get through the airport. I will totally smuggle cranberry sauce for you if you want. <laughs> I'll be your cranberry mule. <laughs> yeah, like he tried filling out the custom paperwork on yeah. that one. He might He's look like a terrorist, but <laughs> yeah, look at that six pack, six can pack. <laughs> Like, like Wait, is there a 20, label on your abs? Like 20 <laughs> kilos of speck. And he looks like he's bleeding to death. Well, like, <laughs> my friends all get me speck, and they're like, here, have these speck. And I'm like, that's great. How am I going to get this back? I'm like, yeah. scratching my head thinking, okay, I'll get five years, or I could just tape it. And and when I go through the metal detector, it doesn't test it. I'm just like, yeah. I've had to get creative. You have to go through like that, apparently. As long as you've got the sexy shoulders going through, you can have cans strapped to your chest. All right? So you just learned something else, people. (laughs) I have to ask, has anyone had goose? Yes. And I cannot find it at... I, 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 I squee or squeal with delight. I don't squee because I'm not old enough yet. Maybe when I turn 50, but I squeal with delight when I find duck at the, uh, the store. So I always like buy that up. I have not found goose, I, at least around me. I suspect I'd have to go to a butcher that has, that knows a guy that knows a guy. But in Germany, we eat goose all the time. My, my dad, one Thanksgiving, cause my dad's a hunter and grew up in a hunting family. So this will be. Chuck Espinosa would be like, what? <laughs> um, and it was wrapped in bacon. It was uh, one of his kills my father brought back from, I'm pretty sure it was a shoot in Canada, if not in Katie's neck of the wood, where he was. Close go. enough. <laughs> and, <laughs> it was good, and he did a phenomenal job, and he wrapped that goose in bacon. And he had a fabulous stuffing of, of long grain rice and ras uh, and like cranberries and, and raisins and all this other stuff that he put in. It was, I know it was fabulous, but it, and it was something that he brought back. It was a kill from his hunting excursion up North. And, and it was a, it was, it was amazing. My dad had, he really has moments of, of, he was a really good cook. 
he could, he understood that. It was, it was a lot of fun. That's a good memory. And then I don't know. Yeah, totally. But we never, has anybody done a turducken? I have not. I want to. Chuck, Chuck, of course, Chuck, Chuck. Yeah. How'd that work out for you, Chuck? Uh, it, was, it was actually pretty. Uh, I, love, I love what's his name, but it's not my future. Stick a, uh, <laughs> you stick this in this thing's butt, and this thing's butt, and this. So did you actually make it, or did it? And you just. You can you can buy you can buy them pre-done now. You buy them pre-done, and you just yeah. stick it in the oven. Follow the instructions. You get a little bit of stuffing in there, but you're like. It's a chicken in a duck, or it's a duck in a chicken in a turkey. Yeah, and you cook it for <laughs> thirty-four hours. That's pretty. It is not a beef wellington. Give it a time sheet and cook it for thirty-four <laughs> hours, and you're good to go. Right? <laughs> Give it a bacon blanket. You're fine. Stopping at HR on the way. Because the, the whole point with that, unless I'm wrong, is they basically debone all of it to make room yep. to put the meats in it. Exactly. It's oh. like a, like a deboned. It's, it's all like chicken breast, duck breast, jerk, jerk, turkey. Uh, breast, basically. Uh, oh. So it's it's multi-purpose meats, Gina. Yeah. <laughs> now that made me think of something else that's completely looks gross that I've never had. Has anybody had those chicken in a can that you slide out that gelatinous chicken? Oh, yeah. Hey, I think, hey you got to be careful. I go backpacking a lot, and I do. There is. Oh, but meat like canned tuna? tuna? I, well, yeah, well, no, I can, I, it's like canned tuna. Yeah. Yeah, it smells so <sighs> gross, though. It smells terrible. It tastes delicious. Again, Rob's the weird one. And no, no, I eat it. I, I eat it again, Rob's the weird one. Yeah. yeah, no, I eat it a lot, but uh, when it slides out, it's all gelatinous and smelling. It, it's, it's, but you put some mayonnaise in there, some celery salt, and uh, some pepper, and uh, boy, it's a keto <laughs> So, Katie, when you're Katie, when you're on a a, a long uh, a whitewater rafting trip, yes. and there's no fresh chickens to kill, <laughs> it. then you want all the chickens, and it doesn't matter if they come in a can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the the canned mm. chicken is nowhere near as gross as a fresh chicken. I'll tell you what, I killed a chicken oh, the okay. other day. It was acting up <laughs> in the yard. Acting, acting up. up. What do you but mean it was acting up? It was a rooster. Like, what? Was a rooster. Giving him some it attitude. Yeah. Oh. Inside. Well, it, I, too many roosters <laughs> in the flocks. So one yep. had to just, you know, yep. and then you, you know, you, you kill it. You take its head off. You drain all the juice, and then you boil it for a little while, for like 30, 40 seconds. You pluck it, but that's nowhere near as opening the can. The can. <laughs> Oh, yeah. but having to go up and like take all the stuff out of the chicken, yeah, <laughs> so much gross. Friends there, Chuck. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not sure Gina's coming yeah. over for dinner anytime soon, Chuck. I, I can uh, I can go downstairs real quick and grab a can of canned tuna if you want to, or uh, chicken if you want to see the yellow gelatinous skin. Oh, oh I think I we should go outside and grab a rooster real quick and like know, right? snack real quick. Show you. How you got you another unruly it? rooster, Chuck? <laughs> I, I hear it I in my head. You know when one, something honey. slides out of a can? It's like... Yeah. I hear yeah. that. It's yeah. Like, it's, okay, it's, imagine it's, all that, but different colors and textures. It's honestly the smell that's the worst part. It smells like feet. So <sighs> you got to get the mayonnaise in there quickly so that the smell doesn't linger. 
So wait, do you need a barrier I mean, to eat your food? That's a no, problem. No, no. Once the mayonnaise is in there, the smell is is like trapped it's inside. Mayonnaise. mayonnaise is the stink suppressor. Yes. Okay. All right. So it's food lube and a disgusting stink <laughs> suppressor. This is good. Now mayonnaise only or does Miracle Whip work? Because I mean, this is these are no, oh, polarizing. Oh, no, so does. So, so Kate, if you wanted to do a backpacking uh, episode, we got you covered oh, yeah. too. Oh yeah, we'll do disgusting food that you backpack with. That's no problem. <laughs> the things you convince yourself taste good after 14 days on the trail. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. We were a uh, sidebar on that. We were just watching a couple of really fabulous documentaries. One was uh, Dirtbag, which is the story of a guy named Fred wow. Becky, and he was a yep. alpine climbing just but he was the ultimate dirtbag. And there's a story of he showed up on this two-week trip or whatever and they ran out of food and at one point he just pulled something out of his pack and it, had, it was like meat and beef with maggots in it and he said to his oh. buddy yeah no i had this with with so-and-so on this other climb and that was like three months ago and it was, and they had to eat it because it was they were that deep and they had nothing else and it's like that's what you do when you're backpacking but that's why we give thanks this time of year Wow. Uh, see how I did that? <laughs> yeah, we're going to bring back the listeners who have just left, and yep. we're going to convince you that this is actually still about Thanksgiving. <laughs> Dear Lord, thank you for our fresh food. <laughs> for not right. canned right turkey. Yes, you know, yes. What, uh, what was the movie that came out this last year? Desserts. Oh, I'm sorry, Katie. No, no, no. You get to desserts, but oh, so just because of the sound, it was disgusting. The movie that came out was it the LA story. Was that the uh, the Leo DiCaprio and the and the and and uh, and who is it? Brad Pitt. And he's got the dog, <laughs> the pit bull, and he's feeding the pit bull at the end of it. And it, and and it's like he does. They've audio mixed this so brilliantly. So he opens up the dog, the can dog food, and it's like the crank, 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 crank. And then he pops it over, and he pops it the can into the dog bowl. <laughs> Oh, the literally the whole thing they've just mixed yeah. so beautifully yeah. yeah and the dog can't eat until he gives him the cue and he's like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Great so, movie. Yeah. so so good yes what <laughs> sides are you what sides are you making with your ham <laughs> oh well i was going to use this show to figure stuff out but i have some oh, Brussels sprouts <laughs> that are inside the fridge right now they're on the stock mm. so fresh on the stock one what you got your air fryer, you got your air fryer? I don't have an air fryer. Like I don't have any cool gadgets like Gina That's does. Okay. That's okay. Don't buy a simple air fryer. Buy an all-in-one. Forty-five items. Yes. <laughs> I have to get a brand name from you because yeah, I don't own one. So I'm still trying to convince Gina to buy the avocado knife. She's never going <laughs> to do it, Krista. She's uh, just never going to do it. That's what Krista. Yeah. That's a one-purpose tool. Avocado first, though. That is true. <laughs> oh. Stop it! That you know we true. can't get those here, Rob. So, so Vegeta, oh. when you make Brussels sprouts, like, is there a certain way you always prep them, or are you up for interpretation? Well, I, you know, I cut them off okay. the stalk. I usually cut them in half, and then I blanch them because that gets that bitter flavor that everyone complains about out of them. And I've done where you just, you know, kind of just fry them up in a cast iron with bacon, or you can do pancetta. Um, I've done the ones on the pan where you just put it into the oven, you sprinkle a little balsamic vinegar, you know, onto them and just kind of roast them a little bit. So I was like, Oh, what else can you do with Brussels sprouts? I've, uh, I've shredded them. So then it's like, you basically have it like shredded cabbage and then you Uh put in the pan and you can do a variety of things. Usually when I do that, I do more of a Asian flair and I'll throw some Chinese five spice in there. Oh, Um, got some of that. Yeah. And bacon. 
I can definitely uh, do you know, that thing. Barbecue so where was that when we were growing up? Because I know. See, that's oh, what my, my like, 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 and our parents were like, eat your Brussels sauce. Like, like, no, Allison. I don't want it's to. A- Oh no, that's true. I never, I never ate Brussels sprouts until I was an adult oh. because I went to some place that had crispy and it was pancetta and it had crisp to it. My mom would like cream the shit out of them. Excuse my language, <laughs> and they were nasty. Yeah, where you get served gray, grayish green, like was, stewed yeah. to the point where they're just boiled. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. inedible. Yeah. Um, my grandmother, God rest her soul, once made me mashed potatoes. They were instant mashed potatoes that she made in her blender and actually poured them out of the blender onto my plate. What? I, I mean, she is a lovely woman. I love how she was. Yes, you are. But I, but I did not come from a, a uh, amazing uh, cooking family at all. My, um, I'm going to tell my story now. So we... Um, it's actually oh Christmas, God. but it's close enough. Um, so my mom, loved my mom. She had her, her issues. She was a, a chronic pain person, so she took lots of, of uh, Percocets and stuff. Her, her, her famous line was, I'm feeling a little fuzzy. So then she'd go, she'd go sleep for a while. So, <laughs> it, so it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, one of those days, and she is cooking the turkey for hours and hours and basting the turkey and doing all this. She never turned the oven on. No. <laughs> so we straight up swear to everything holy in my life. We wound up on Christmas at a Chinese restaurant in Rockville, Maryland, because there was nothing else open. Yeah. Oh, no. She to turn the the uh the oven on we can all go home that's the story that's it right there bye have a good night <laughs> that, that's, hey, don't yeah. let that happen to you that's like, how, how do you not feel the heat coming out <laughs> he's feeling heat it's her own heat not the oven. she's feeling a little fuzzy she's feeling oh fuzzy it's herself at this moment i think we need to have a toast <laughs> <laughs> yeah. honor. was it your mom or grandma Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. either one. Yeah. I didn't come from a real culinary type of household for sure. Oh, that is classic. My, uh, I don't have that from my childhood, but uh, about 15 yeah. years ago or so, we went through a few years where my family congregated back down in New Mexico and Santa Fe, where we lived as kids. My aunt lived, and my mom was back there for a short amount of time. And so it was like, yeah, let's all go as adult kids and go and do the whole family thing. And, and you realize that that's a really bad idea because those families haven't gotten together for like 20 years, and there's a reason why. And as adult kids, we don't get along any better than we did when we were young kids. And this is all like all the same stuff. And you just try to suppress it because it's Thanksgiving or it's Christmas. And yep. all along. Isn't it wonderful? So same kind of thing. And you just realize that you're so in you're kind of in that frame where you're just trying to make the best of it. And what we didn't know is that my aunt's oven, if you turned on the big burner on the back of the stove, that it would kick the oven off. That was cool that it had done that apparently forever, but she didn't bother to tell any of us uh, that little tip. So as we're all frantically, you know, trying to use the four burners for 53 people in the house to get something done. And every time you turned on that burner, it would kick the oven off. And we didn't realize it until like the third Um, time. And my brother finally comes in. He's like, you guys, the oven is off again. What are you doing? He's like, ah. 
<laughs> the turkey took 43 hours to cook at that point. I, it, it was literally like midnight, I think, before it was done. It was just like, this is the worst. And it, the whole thing is just because you're trying to make it the great family gathering. <laughs> well, it reminds me of the, the line from Christmas Vacation. Well, it it's a holiday season and we're all miserable. <laughs> yeah. One year, my brother uh, invited us all over for Christmas and he I, there might've been a turkey and a ham and he's like, Oh yeah, I got this 15 minute ham. And I'm thinking in my head, okay, he what? bought like a honey baked ham and he's just going to reheat this sucker. So we get there and like nothing started, whatever girlfriend that he had at the time, like, I don't know what the hell she's doing. And I'm like, all right, well, how about I start peeling some potatoes for you? Right. And they're, and they're talking about this ham and I look at it. I'm like, can, I'm like, come on, Jimmy read 15 minutes per pound. So, you know, then we had to wait for the, the ham sorry but like and then i'm making all the sides anyway and it's like oh my god this is awful like what the hell like between the two of them they they didn't realize that details details see so we've learned something else here on this show that it's important that you read the recipe all the way through by the way a frozen turkey takes one day turn on the oven wait what is that i need to do that four four pounds four pounds per day defrost time it's in the fridge that yeah. that's good advice. This is um, important. It is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still my getting a chicken. Sunday. Still getting a chicken. <laughs> I, I always make sure I add one day because I'm going to tell yeah. you right now. When you have a partially frozen turkey, when you wake up, now, luckily my dogs wake up now at four thirty rather than seven. Thank God. I mean, what the hell? Um, but um, yeah, one year it was frozen still, and we're freaking out. So you know. Hot bath only in the sink only goes so far. So yeah. Yeah. four pounds a day fr- from frozen to fridge. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can yeah. We, may I ask? Because fro- there, there is a debate where you can get frozen or fresh. Turkey. So Define fresh, fresh. Fresh, is, tastes yeah. so, fresh, <laughs> fresh tastes so much better, but yeah. you have to order it and expect to have it within three days of getting it. Well, and, so when and I think fresh... fresh when I think and you want to brine a fresh one, and you want you want to brine a fresh one. You don't brine you don't brine a butterball because they're, they're already in. Yeah, but you can get these fresh because what we we're about to do, we're going to be buying a fresh turkey. Okay. We're, turkey. we're not ordering, but we'll go to our to Publix. Yep. We're not going to do it frozen. So when are you picking it up? At, when are you picking it up at Publix? <laughs> Tuesday? You're fine. You're yeah, fine. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, You're fine. Just start just start brining it on Tuesday night then. Yeah. Yeah. Does yep. that mean that they killed it on Monday? Basically. <laughs> it could yeah. be Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. In essence, yeah. Yeah. It's a fresher it's, kill. It's yeah. a bad yeah, day I'm for turkey. Fresh turkey, like fresh turkey, you're pulling the arrow out on like Tuesday <laughs> afternoons. So that's extra fresh it on Tuesday but there night. Is a- there yep. is- like I said, the best turkey I ever had was killed on a Sunday, and we ate it on Thursday. Yes. That's the like best. Chuck's chicken. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, so, I'll go get it. I'm going to tell you right now, fresh food, you know, I mean, if you, if you like, fresh duck tastes so different than frozen duck. Fresh, mm-hmm. fresh oh, beef. Absolutely. Anything. It, it, it's not even, like, debatable. It, it, it's going to elevate. You're going to have it on a fresh turkey. You're going to have a phenomenal phenomenal meal yeah if you eat if you eat red meat do the same thing like we went in half these on a on a steer with some neighbors a few years ago 
all you needed was some salt and pepper on those T-bones. It was yep. like so fantastic. Yeah. If, if you think about fresh anything, like think about getting a cup of coffee. If you, if you go to your local coffee store and you get a cup of coffee and it's brewed mm-hmm. fresh, they just, they just ground those beans and did everything for the coffee, you know, press the water and everything. And you got this fresh cup of coffee. It tastes great. Or oh, as yeah, opposed to a coffee. cup of coffee that's been sitting there for like three days. And they're like, here's your cup of coffee. Yep. Like fresh Or meat. like fresh cheese. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Fresh meat, fresh cheese, fresh vegetables. That's fresh the dairy. same thing. Yeah. So if you get a turkey that's fresh, like they killed it on turkey. Sunday and they stripped it down, they cleaned it, and you get yeah. it on like a Tuesday, like it's going to taste so much better than something yeah. that's been sitting in the freezer for, you know, five or six weeks uh, ready to go. By the, by the way, if you're a health health official, all I would need to do is find out if you've got a party of more than ten is just stand in the by the in the grocery store by the turkeys, and if you're buying an eighteen pounder, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, you can just say, "Look, I'm feeding a lot of fat people," yeah. or I you like, like leftovers. Leftovers, yeah, yeah leftovers. Katie, Katie, Katie. Yes. What? Yeah. What? 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 Sorry, Jives. Is there something wrong? Yeah, no, there's perfect. <laughs> perfect. I love yeah. it. You like, you like it? By your microphone. Yes. Yes. I know. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so you got three just, for yeah. fifteen. Who gets, <laughs> yeah. Does Jackson get the third ja- one? Jackson gets the third one, and right now we're having we're we're still in a little training because he would like the turkey, and uh, he is convinced <laughs> that it is his. Man. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I, I through through strong will and the power of biscuits, I was able to get it on his head for like thirty microseconds last night. He actually stood there I, the I whole time. He's looking picture. at John like, "You're totally gonna get me a biscuit, right? Because if I'm gonna do this shit, you're gonna get me a biscuit, right?" <laughs> but oh, you'll see. We will all have our turkeys. Oh, on. wait a second! You're calling me on a biscuit? Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, that guy will do anything for a biscuit. There's a, that's what you didn't know about John. <laughs> Is that gonna be your Christmas card picture? Maybe. Maybe you never know. Never Has know. he ever tried to take a leg of a turkey off the table? Like, hey, I'm gonna. No, stop. no, no, no. He actually, yeah, no, 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 no. No, no he's yeah, no, he's he's a he's a total snatcher. But he, uh, yeah, no, no, he won't. He I think I think he knows that his days would be limited on. <laughs> Mama would come unglued. Because <laughs> he is. I mean, like, I love your dog. <laughs> Oh my god, your dog is fabulous. He's a caricature, I tell you. He's just he is in the snow and and and, yeah. and it's so funny because I feel so bad for my dog's not in here, but he is the same way. Like right now in Florida, oh my god, the weather is fabulous. It's less than you know 70 degrees, and my dog's like, hey, but when we were in even in Atlanta and he would roll in this in the in the snow and he's like, Hey, this is my this is what I do. I like this. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I want to circle back to to uh what Vegeta said earlier, like when you make leftovers and stuff. Like uh, one of the my favorite things that I don't do it every Thanksgiving, but I do it pretty frequently and I'm gonna do it this this year. <laughs> is uh, break down the carcass of the turkey that night if I haven't had too many bottles of wine mm. and then uh, make a stock for soup. Yep. Does anybody yeah. else do that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I do that with that's ham. I do that with turkey. turkey. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true. That That's something we haven't talked about, but you're, you're absolutely right. It's the extension mm-hmm. of 
Thanksgiving with the, the carcass. And then, I mean, even what is everyone's, okay, after Thanksgiving happens, it's the turkey sandwich. Oh, 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 oh yeah. It's partially the reason for the meal. Yeah. So, Kate, I'm gonna send you a photo. I'm gonna send you a photo. I made a sandwich the other day with leftover turkey. My wife literally goes, because um, I use the Blackstone as well, and she goes, "This might be the best sandwich you've ever made." <laughs> so the question is, is what do you what do you put on your turkey sandwich? Because like yeah. some people want to put this their a- cranberry and stuff yeah. on. Yeah, you can yeah. you can do whatever. This time I actually used yum yum sauce. I made a yum yum sauce, you know, from oh. the Chinese food. Yeah, and then uh, bacon, and then um, mustard, and then I used Texas toast uh, for the bread. I toasted that up on the Blackstone um, with a little bit of butter, and um, God, what else? Oh, the bacon. So, so uh, Chuck, <laughs> one of the things I do with bacon is I dredge it in flour and put it on a baker's rack in the oven, and it it's got a different uh, different look and feel to it. It's pretty tasty. So. But, Almost um, like hey, a deep, right. deep fried but baked bacon, uh, breaded yes. bacon, which would be this side of awesome. Yeah, that this it, sounds. It, it, I'm, I'm not. Just, I, I actually did it for some friends of mine. They're like, "Holy crap! I didn't know you could do this." And uh, <laughs> and <laughs> like, okay, so what'd you do to this again, Rob? This is you know how, how many steps? All right, but so you you did you made it, Dave? You opened you opened that door. All right, yep. so lightning yep. round here, turkey sandwich. How do you do it, uh, Dave? Go. Uh, me, I, yep. I'm fat. I take turkey. <laughs> I put it on white bread. Make sure that there's no vitamins in it. I just drench it with mayonnaise, and I have at it like a hungry wolf that hasn't eaten in a week. That's it. By the way, Perfect. that was just the same night. That was like three hours after Thanksgiving right. dinner. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We didn't put a timeline on those leftovers. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, Krista. <laughs> Krista, what you? Oh, oh man. So uh, I'll do turkey. Um, I, I don't do white bread. I do healthy bread, um, which is basically anything that's not white. Um, mayo, cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, if there's hair, sweet potatoes, basically anything that's left over. I, yep, I, want on the sandwich. I tend to like it warm, but I will do it cold if there's enough, um, mayonnaise on there for the viscosity to make it wet. But if, uh, if I just want all the flavors, I warm it up. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Vegeta, what's your sandwich? What's in your sandwich? <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm just all starches. So I want, if there's leftover stuffing, if there's mashed potatoes, I'll even drizzle a little gravy onto it. Put my turkey on there. Um, mayonnaise, put that on. I like pepper. I don't know why, but I sprinkle a little pepper onto it. And it's whatever bread I have available. I mean, yep. I don't care if it's King's Hawaiian rolls. I don't care if it's a croissant roll. Whatever I can get my hands on, just smash it in between <laughs> it and eat that thing. Yes. Uh, Vegeta, you touched on something no one's talked about, and we should, no, which is right. the King's Hawaiian rolls. Yes. yes. Good call. It goes yeah. great with the by ham. The way, you, they, by um, the way, they come now in burgers and sliced bread yes, and they do. Uh, oh, crescent rolls. And bun. Yeah, you can... You can get King Hawaiian and all yeah. sorts of different. King Hawaiian uh, uh, crescent rolls sounds. Deadly. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use that for breakfast. Yeah. The next mm, that sounds like a yeah. like a uh, With bacon a bread pudding. <laughs> the uh, the gravy. That's like what is perfect for the for gravy is grabbing the King's Hawaiian roll and just 
Uh, wiping up the gravy. Plenty of butter. Did I just see your eyes roll back in your head? Yep. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right, Allison, what's in your sandwich? (laughs) Uh, I mean, potatoes are the vessel of gravy. Period. They're, they're, they are a purpose to deliver the gravy. <laughs> and there's nothing, nobody wants potatoes unless it delivers the gravy. Um, it is a cranberry, is a little bit of the dressing. Because we didn't talk about like dressing versus stuffing. No, I know. See, this is why I warned you the show was going to be five hours long. I, this, I know. I know. this is why. <laughs> yeah. Then you get the dressing, you get the gravy, you get the cranberry, and you get the turkey. And, and you know what? It becomes more, it's not really just, it's not a sandwich at, at the end of the day. It is just a rehash of everything that you more wanted to be on the second and third and the fourth day. Sometimes instead of a sandwich, I do it as a shepherd's pie. I might yeah. I might have to make new yeah. potatoes for that, but then yeah. do yes. that. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think um, it, it is, it's, again, it's, it's, God forbid, I feel bad for the people. <laughs> I have to have everything separated. I'm no. like, you, you can't have a sandwich if you live like that. Yeah. No, it's no good. Yeah, that's. Do I look yeah. like that matter? <laughs> <laughs> Just want to check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so you prescribe to the, if it was on your plate, it's in your sandwich. Like, yes. like yeah, it, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. All right. So Rob and Chuck, you guys have switched positions on me now. So Chuck, uh, you're just next in order. What's in your sandwich? So in my sandwich, it's actually a wrap because I've been trying to go as low as possible, keep all my carbs for beer. And <laughs> I just want to get the turkey. I want the turkey. I mash up the turkey, uh, grind it up, stick it in the food processor, whatever, make it a turkey mush. I throw some bacon in and I throw some ranch in and I get that whole mixture and I put it in a tortilla or in some kind of wrap. And that's what my sandwich is. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Rob, how about you? So I, it's got to have bacon. Like I don't have bacon during the Thanksgiving meal, but I better have bacon for the sandwich. <laughs> and I, and I, get, I get this smoked Gouda or smoked cheddar and, and I'll take, like the one that I did the other day with the leftover turkey that I had, it was Texas toast, toasted on the blackstone with butter, put uh, the yum yum sauce on it, and then I put the turkey and bacon, and then put a slice of uh, smoked uh, cheddar over it, stuck it under the broiler, and then, um, you know, put the other slice of bread, oh, a tomato and a red onion, and it was epic. But I'll also quite often will do um, the cranberry sauce on there. And all sorts of bread. Like it doesn't matter if it's a tortilla, if it's sourdough, if it's like I make bread too. So sometimes that that's around, you know, um, not all the time though. It's just, it's like literally whatever's, you know, whatever's in the uh, pantry at the time. Um, usually I do not put, I don't put stuffing or mashed potatoes or any of the sides per se on the sandwich. Um, I will just maybe not make a sandwich and just go for fifth. You know, <laughs> not seconds or thirds, but like fifth, you know. And, and, um, and just to be clear, that's not an either or. And there's no judge in any of that. Those are just right. decisions that you make well, along the way. <laughs> well, you know, during COVID, you know, during COVID, you know what? I, 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 my line is, um, don't worry, I'm not judgy or don't, or don't be judgy. I've seen your recycling bin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We, every 
everyone has seen each other's recycling. You just cannot hide from these things. See, in Montana, we're smart. We just don't do that. So, um, yeah, clink, 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 clink. Sick and wrong. Actually, there is glass yeah. recycling in Montana now. We've, we're getting to be Woo! Welcome to the 1980s. Welcome, welcome to the lower 48. One up on Barbershop. Welcome to the lower 48, young lady. <laughs> so exciting let me tell you it's a it's a big day it's a big day but all right well so the leftovers leftovers is the best i mean seriously i mean yeah is there any reason like one of my favorite things is where i was buying like an 18 pounder but i love sending my son my my mother with with a you know huge huge helping of leftovers you know i mean that's i mean that's ultimately how we show love you know it's it's, well in my case you know, it's like, you know, sharing, sharing that type of stuff. And it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, extends the holiday just a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It totally does. And it's funny because I'll, I'll pretty much fill the, the plate and, and work my way around. And I kind of like, I'll do the, the first round, but, but it kind of starts in the kitchen long before. And, and the, the McGregor family is kind of known for being, Kind of like the uh, the hyenas, uh, you know, on the, uh, on the on the carcass, and so they literally, my mom would used to have to just like fight us off, and and it's sort of she would like be poking at us, and my dad would come over to carve, and and it just sort of became this thing. You'd all just kind of like grab the turkey, and that was when you got you know the perfect piece with the perfect amount of skin. And it was like that was the that you started there, but then of course we got we got shuffled out, and so you have to fill the plate. And I have two turkey questions, and one, and I'm going to tell you my answers, and then I want to hear everybody else's. One, you're totally you interrupting like, my turkey sandwich story, but that's okay. I know, but that's because God. you just made me think of it. The turkey skin. <laughs> Three days to get to it. it. Do you oh, eat the turkey skin or not? I do. And are you uh, light or dark meat? I'm dark meat. Dark. Again, if it's crispy, yes. If it's yes. not, no. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter. I'll eat the whole mm-hmm. dang thing. Yep. Yeah, if it were just light meat, in, dark meat, gizzard, head, beak, <laughs> feet, I don't care. Animal. Animal. <laughs> so I want to know who actually, when they pull the gizzards and neck out of their butterball turkey, actually uses it. I do. I use it too um, for the. Uh, oh like oh my God. Yeah, you're supposed to use the giblets and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gravy. Gravy. we fought over it. Hey, all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, as part just, of the gravy. It's kind of like non. <laughs> Chuck just squeezes it right that. out of the package. You know, the little the little plastic wrapper, kind of like one of those uh, those like, fruit like, roll like, All yeah. that is supposed to be chopped up finely into the into what becomes your gravy. Period. Done. Okay, so so Katie, so the reason I say this is this is funny because. If I were to, if I were to get my butcher friend to take care of a, a pig for me, I'd eat, I'd figure a way for everything, like the jowls, the cheeks, the e- everything. I mean, except for maybe the tail and the hooves. But a turkey, man, I cannot. Oh no, no, do no, 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 no. We eat the hooves too. We eat the hooves. We. Eat I, I know, but hooves. I know people do, but that's not. I mean, I, I, that's my joke. It's like I'll do everything on the pig, but except for those. But the turkey, once I pull out the uh, the neck and the giblets, it goes right into the trash. Hey, Allison, you brought up a really important point, though, which yeah. is, is it giblets or giblets? Giblets. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Giblets? Mm. I'm going to giblet. giblet. I'm going to giblet. You fought the liver, so you had got the giblets. You had the, I mean, certain things on Sunday when we had fried chicken, rice and gravy, mm. all flour, 
I mean, there was this, there was a significant, there was like every other Sunday. So even with the turkey, you're looking at the neck and you're bringing, to bring out what makes the turkey, even the gravy, you're bringing out and you're, yeah. I mean, you take the neck and you cook it down, you boil it down and you shred it. And then from that shred, you make part of that's part of the gravy it's that then eventually you you chop up your giblets ah yes shredded <laughs> and you got your gravy from your dripping do you make your gravy ahead of time it's well it's it's not ahead of time it's part of yeah it's it's part of the I mean, process it is, yeah, it's, it is. Process. It's, like right. last, it's among the last third of the process I, well, okay, yes, but my my sister in law actually, and it's like a Cooks Illustrated thing. Is you actually you can you can make it most of the way ahead of time, but you have to you have to start breaking down all of that stuff the day before. What? Which I, of course, I, you well, you're boiling the stock. neck, you're boiling yeah. the heart, you're boiling yeah. the, the yeah. liver. You're doing that. The and gizzard, then the, the neck, liver, you're shredding it that becomes yeah. gravy, yeah. and then from the dripping that. that you get, it's all coming together. All yeah. that goes into the stock of the gravy. I mean, the, right. neck, yeah. Yeah. the gizzard, the heart, the liver, yeah. all of that yeah. gets grinded up and, and put into the stock and it makes the stock and yes. then you add your flour and cornmeal and whatever to the stock to make your gravy. Whatever or not. But like, yeah. I don't make my gravy ahead of time. My gravy. So no, part of one, of my, one set of my in-laws made a, a joke of like, you make gravy all day long. And I'm like, well, <laughs> Yeah, it's, you kind of take the yeah. stuff out of the turkey and then you yep. a little bit yep. of stuffing and, and it's like an eight-hour concoction and you come up with this beautiful gravy, but it, it takes yeah. a while. Um, yeah, yeah. See, that's always the thing that I just, I run out of time or bandwidth for and it's like, oh, we've got to let the last minute. <laughs> and it's the best it's, it's one of the most important, I know. It is. I mean, like when you think dressing, especially potatoes, Potatoes are great. Yeah, they're not there on their own. They're there for a you purpose. You guys put stuffing in the cabinet. They're there for a purpose. Not? I think yeah. Chuck said he does. He deliver the gravy. Yeah. Chuck, you put stuffing in your bird, right? I totally stuff my bird. I mean, that's why it's called stuffing. You stuff it in the bird. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't stuff my bird. Not with anything that I need to eat. No, uh, it I makes the it makes the stuffing like broken down and soft and and really doesn't look like it's it's almost like blended stuffing but it's delicious yeah, it you, comes it's out almost like, like it came out of a can it yeah. comes out like a can <laughs> yeah. we, we always did yeah. two stuffings so you had the stuffing outside and then you had the yep. stuffing inside yeah. mm -hmm. we did two for the longest time so yeah. you did stuffing and you did a Breading. 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 Yeah. And it is stuffing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. See, but when you spatchcock your bird, there is no option to stuff. <laughs> Do you, will you make Wait. your bird flat? You spatchcock yes. it. I, I, I will, I will is your bird? Take out, you take out yeah, the spine. I, yep. And then it goes flat. And it cooks in like an hour. But here's the hour, thing everybody forgets. You got to forget, though, you got to put some pressure on the backbone to break the backbone. <laughs> 
It was like, it doesn't like flat. But you got to actually break. The, you got to actually break the thing. Yeah. 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 That's what your butcher's for or your husband in the sawzall. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. no, yes. no, we want everybody to think it takes like six hours to cook the bird. Don't say that. Don't say that. See, yeah. I'm Chuck, back Chuck there like, Chuck oh, and I yeah, are probably on the same the bird. Bird. And, and Dave it's, too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, we'll, we'll take care of the meat. You take care of everything else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly all right well i as much as i hate to do this because we actually have only gotten through half of the really good stuff and we've still barely touched on desserts and that sucks but it has been two hours and 15 minutes all right vegeta so i hate to say it but we are going to have to wind this one down it has this has been uh my favorite turkey talk definitely uh we've never done a full podcast on 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 the subject of thanksgiving and i'm so glad that we did we knew this one was going to be in, in for the long haul but i appreciate you guys all coming out tonight vegeta it, closing closing thoughts on uh on the holiday that is and everything that we're going to be stuffing down our throats all i have to say is I'm thankful for all the AV foodies out there. You guys have some great recipes. You guys are energetic. You're engaging. I mean, it's so much fun to do these shows. So that's what all I have to say. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, and I'll second that. And I really, you know, you, you guys on the listener side, thank you so much for your support and for listening, for sharing, for commenting and keeping the conversation going as always. If there's a, a topic, food or AV related that you would like to bring onto the show, just hit us up on the socials and, and uh, let's have that conversation and get, get you on a, a future show. Uh, we will go around the room here really quick. We did lose Jason Savage and Gina Sansevero, but uh, you guys got their information at the beginning and we'll certainly include them in the write-up after the show. So, uh, going around the room here real quick, just for contact information for anybody. If you want to follow these fabulous peoples or get their recipes or, uh, or chat them up about foods. Dave, how do we find you on the, on the webs? Very easy. Dave Pettigo, uh, or just at Dave Pettigo on Twitter or dpettigo at oralex.com. Beautiful. Krista? Uh, if you want to follow me on three major socials like Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, I think the kids still use that. Nice. You can find me at avkrista. Uh, you can always avkrista at gmail me, or if you want to actually talk work, you can krista.bender at pivotslc.com me. Beautiful. All right. Allison? As always on everything and anything, Ali Max, me. You can uh, reach out to me. I'd be delighted to know what you're thinking, what's going on. And if not Ali Max, me, scream be me is the, the second best way to, you know, reach out to me, but you know, Ali Max me. That's the best way. Thanks. It is the best way. How about you, Chuck? I am mad sound guy on Twitter, mad sound guy on Instagram. And since my Facebook profile just got nuked, you can find me at mad sound guy two on Facebook. Or if you just type Chuck Espinosa CTSI and Google it, you can find me anywhere. You can find my phone number, social security number, bank account number. No, 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 you can't find that. Um, contact oh, me. Talk to me. <laughs> oh, well, he can. Yeah, yeah. Robert found it already. I have a credit card with his name on it. Um, find me anywhere and uh, let's chat. Beautiful. All right, Rob. Okay. So professionally, it's R-Keeler, R-K-E-E-L-E-R at C.org. And personally, you can find me on Facebook. Um, there I do spend some time. Um, Instagram at uh, what Robert M. Keeler. And then uh, starting next uh, spring, I'll have the Outdoor Kitchen MN. 
Um, so we're uh, we're taking these uh, these recipes and drinks and pizzas that uh, we've been working on, and we'll uh, we'll have some fun with them hopefully next year. And it's still incubator stage, but uh, anyway, it's just it food is fun. I eat for I eat for uh, for taste, not for fuel, and it shows. So uh, anyway, you know, awesome. enjoy the holidays have fun with it. Enjoy your family if you can. And, uh, you know, whatever you think. <laughs> and unfortunately all of that cut out, but I think he said, whatever you're thankful for, uh, be thankful for that and enjoy. I think that might've been what he said. Enjoy. There you go. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yep. I absolutely second that Vegeta. I mean, he, he put it so eloquently, but, uh, uh, bring us home. All right. I know he did do a very wonderful exit. Um, for me, it's just going to be Instagram and Twitter. So it's at views underscore by underscore B. I actually wrote my own name wrong on here. I noticed that now. <laughs> so if you haven't already contacted me, you can find me the, those two platforms right there. And hey, I, I hashtag know where else everything. you can be found. You just- where? You hit me up on Untapped. Oh yes, oh. I did start an Untapped. Spelled <laughs> <laughs> her name right on there too. I did. Basically, you said Untapped, oh, as in the untapped. beer Untapped. Yeah. Yes. 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 We did a beer show, so I'm following all them to learn new stuff. Yes. And that's a perfect segue. Yes. So, uh, so untapped, we did do a craft beer podcast and that will be dropping here uh, over the weekend, actually. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your afternoons, your evenings, your nights and early morning. You know, we didn't go ahead and talk that long, but I do appreciate you taking all the time that you did to share your, your recipes, your tips, your tricks, your family stories, and, uh, you know, all those funny moments that happen around the table. We only merely scratched the surface here, so we'll have to get together and get discuss the holidays once more but for now this has been uh, turkey ham thanksgiving talk i am your host katie mcgregor bennett co-host vegeta ug fabulous as always thank you ma'am for taking the time out of your day to help coordinate this rodeo i uh, we will catch you guys all in another episode thanks for following thanks for downloading thanks for sharing our episodes have a good holiday everyone we'll talk to you soon <laughs>